Material Components Episode 78 Small Prices to Pay Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having us. Happy to be Glad here. to do it. What's up? Uh, <laughs> hey, guys. I am Olivia, and I will be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I'm Elliot, and I am playing Cherish Ironstrike, Tiefling Sorcerer. Hey, everybody. I'm Michael, and I'm playing Sid Emberlight, Half-Elf Rogue. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. I don't know how to follow up Lisbon half the time. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. Well, that's okay, hello. because, <laughs> as usual... I would like to ask you all if you remember what happened last time. Yep, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Everything everything happens so much. Hmm. Uh, yes, uh, obligatory blood war! <laughs> Ker-chow. Yeah, we headed into the blood war. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Y'all ain't even gotten to the blood war yet. No. <laughs> we're on the way. This you is, know what? This I is would the say blood debacle. On the highway to hell. One of them. Oh. On the express oh, way to heck. <laughs> oh, but Illegally first. Legally distinct. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a. <laughs> express way to heck. There's a conversation before that, wasn't there? It's true. Yeah. Huh. Yes. huh. Very entertaining conversation to listen back to this morning. <laughs> oh, were my tears that entertaining? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it went really well. Yeah. Honestly? Look, when you have to talk, yeah, when you have to talk to your uh, your half orc bow, and they've just had some kind of difficult conversation with your possibly evil twin, things could have gone so much worse. So much worse. It really was the worst, it's like true. circumstances leading into it. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, after Cherish had oh, a uh, a bit of a, a a conversation with their paramour Jet. Uh, made some commitments to one another about making it through this in one piece. Um, very, very impactful emotional conversation uh, in which uh, Cherish is writing checks that hopefully she can cash by the end of all this. All I said was that I promised to try. It's true. So you better try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do or do not. It's true. But leastways... The rest of you had uh, done some time around town, uh, entertaining yourselves by uh, helping out in a food line, talking to some of the the, the local leaderships here at Fort Verge, and uh, some of you decided to make a, a bit of a religious spectacle by summoning a yes. reindeer made of starlight in the middle of the town. 
Because as Tirza's been discovered... Sneezes, here I come! Yeah, here in Fort Verge, there is a, a a booming population of Jarashir who are apparently helping out with the war effort. Sneezes, take the shield. That's nothing. <laughs> now, okay, so we, we've got our Holy Trinity uh, in both the Judeo-Christian... Uh, methodology as well as the jars here. Who would the Holy Spirit of snakes be? That, I'm just curious. Is it Ozzy Dahaka? I think it's Ozzy Dahaka. I so I was actually gonna say Andrangini as the Holy Spirit. Okay, okay. they're the most okay. like ethereal kind of. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So. So when we do make that joke, we do have to say leave room for Andre and Janie. It's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a lot of room. You gotta be it's Jarish your dances are just the kids standing on the opposite sides of the room. <laughs> They're real weird. No, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> totally acceptable. But yes, Damn. you had then all geared up and uh, gathered together with fellow Threadless, Camion, and Judah, and joined a caravan heading towards the warfront south of Fort Verge, where some infernal allies that had been recruited by your other Threadless uh, friend, Valor, had set up a, a bulwark against the outpouring of demons that had been sweltering up from the warped lands around Amberfell. And some stuff happened on the way down as you started progressing. Uh, I'm wondering if any of you remember some of that stuff. Well, the, the first thing was... Spectacular. Got a little spoopy. Oh, mm -hmm. well, but even before that, there was a, a, a gorilla boy, but he was not our friend like, like Grawl the gorilla boy is and mm -hmm. was. Uh, he threw a tree... Onto the road and then hit me really hard. It was just a mess. Oh, and then turned into fucking centipedes. I'm oh, suddenly remembering that. Turned into bats. And it's the most important part of that encounter. Oh, God. I hate demons, you guys. Yeah, it turns oh. out demons, and this might be news to some of you, but turns out that they're bad news. It is news to me, actually. <laughs> I tried to assume the best, you know. <laughs> In humans. Yeah. <laughs> Sid tries to assume the best? Mm -hmm. Every okay. time. Sure. Sid's, Sid's just like, you guys, I think demons are bad news, and all the rest of us are like, Yeah. Yeah, Sid. <laughs> Where have yeah. you been? <laughs> have you been replaced by an evil twin this whole time, too? Jesus. <laughs> Point in silence. <laughs> So yes, you had uh, fought your first of the demon kind that had apparently made its way past the front lines and uh, you had been informed by Camion that apparently this happens from time to time. Um, but uh, on your way down, you got your first little taste of fighting demons as well as some more uh, eldritch encounters. Tentacular, yeah. if you will. Uh a thing, a thing that doesn't really happen all that often. Hmm. Um, 
It seems that when Zenerva is uh, conducting the ritual to keep the storm wall up and whatever else that ritual entails, um, there seems to be maybe a demon prince poking, poking through, testing the waters, so to speak. Dipping his toes. I don't think this one has toes. Yes, you began to notice a pattern that at the appointed hours in which you know for a fact that the old mage, Zenerva Arkentol, is conducting the ritual that safeguards the valley, which she must conduct every eight hours, lest the outer storm consume the last little scrap of normality um, on the material plane. You found that pools of water suddenly became windows to somewhere else. And those windows flew open at those appointed hours and something, something angry, something mean is trying to get through. But uh, you began putting that together near the end of your second day of travel. <laughs> and so now having known that pattern... You are more than a little antsy about the fact that the next one of these occurrences is going to happen at 6 a.m. If all goes well and you keep the breakneck pace that you've been setting, you should reach the front lines not today, but tomorrow morning. It is currently the 23rd of so, and if all mm -hmm. goes according to plan, the morning of the 24th, before noon at the very least, you should reach the front lines, turning what Ooh. was originally a five-day journey into something closer to three and a half. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that with camping here, or <clears throat> is the implication that we are going to go through the night? Uh, that was me, the GM, assuming that you were camping here, but getting a move on before uh, shit popped off. But I leave that up to you because as of right now, okay. it's still the the later evening of the 22nd, just after this last little incursion. You've had a conversation with Camion and Judah, kind of putting together all of these assumptions that you've made, and now you are asking some serious questions about how you reveal this news to the layman, as it were. Yeah, Cherish is still kind of just on the... Like, I, I'll just say that I have a theory and it's better than nothing, like... Yeah, they should definitely be aware of the times that this is happening. We don't necessarily have to, like, point out the association. Uh, we'll leave that up to them, but they should at least be aware of the times that this is going to happen so that everybody can be properly prepared when it happens next. Okay. How we're going to prepare, I have no idea. I'm not sure. Uh, because there's water everywhere. There's pools of water everywhere. Uh, um, it seems to be getting wetter and wetter as you press southward. You know it's becoming more and more of a swamp as you press in that direction. Just like Florida. Just like Florida, full of demons. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah. Uh, last we had left Camion, they had gone off to... Uh, or they were debating sending a message to the old mage. But they were a little nonplussed as to what to tell her. Which is fair. Any suggestions where that's concerned would probably be appreciated. They're definitely giving glances back towards the rest of their group with a look of mild concern and confusion, their skin having transformed into a uh, a dark, kind of muddy brown of autumn. Like I said last time, she's your weird mentor. Like, Camion probably knows better than any, any of us what her reaction will be. It just depends on what we, if that is something we want or not. They don't think that she'll stop, do they? No. I believe they uh, confirmed that there's no way Zenerva would stop. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, what are you all doing? I, I mean... I think that you should just tell her that there's some sort of really powerful creature coming through from the abyss um, when the ritual is happening. I, I mean, at least then she'll know and maybe she can get some eyes on, you know, any informa any possible information about why that could be, or... Perhaps she'll be able to throw some info our way if she stumbles upon something. Camion nods at that Maybe. and takes a couple strides away and begins casting Sending with their pocket watch. Um, while this is happening... Uh, this might be an excellent time to have a much-needed threadless meeting, obviously, once Camion is finished. Um, they can join us as well. There's another Cherish, and we still haven't really discussed uh, how we're going to deal with it uh, and what the implications of that are. Pretty sure this Cherish, and I, I gesture to you, pretty sure this is the real Cherish, but... Um, yeah, how are we going to be able to tell? If we're going to be coming up on this other chair, how are we going to know the difference? Depends on what it is. Yeah, I mean... She could be a sorcerer like me. She could be some other kind of magic user. There could be some kind of difference, but she fooled everyone. I mean, I was thinking about maybe there's something about the Forge Bounds that... Because it seems that all of our... That... Well, that... Yeah, girl. No, I see your face. <laughs> working Fine. it backwards. Our that, Forge Bound. Is that better? <laughs> that, uh, that Maz and um, Stormpiercer and 
the old man seem to be able to communicate on their own. So it it seems highly unlikely what? that Wait, the forge bound items can communicate? I did not know that, friends. <laughs> Bummer. I mean, In fact, uh, that's news <sighs> to most of you. What? They can communicate? I mean, just Carl and I. Uh, Yeah. Carl's like, oh. uh, Judah and Cammie would definitely uh, be like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I was just talking about the four of us. Yeah. (laughs) It was was like... Now, I get Stormpiercer being able to communicate with anything that's within, I don't know. Right. 100 100 feet. (laughs) Um, 200 feet. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> it's probably 150. Um, I, was, can I, I was trying to highball it, but of course, yeah. Um, can but can I confirm that with Sadagar? Confirm what precisely? Can I ask? Yeah. I will ask. Haha. <laughs> that if he can communicate. Uh, there and is, why he didn't tell me. There is a general sense of agreement, and then there is a sense of that feeling you get when you're trying to express something but don't have the words for it. Kind of uh, stammering exasperation. Great. (laughs) What do... The the idea you get is like, how does one convey that you can talk to somebody without actually being able to talk? Uh, that's, you know what, you know what, cloak sentient cloak. That's a good point. <laughs> I that, can all? can they forge communicate bound? with all forge bound items? Or is it just our? our... I'm look, asking this of Cherish. Yeah. Well, I know that Maz can communicate with again Storm Pierce and the old man. I I guess I. I don't know. I she might be able to communicate with others. I guess I haven't asked yet. Hey Stormpiercer, quick question. Yes. I mean you you've been listening, so This is I true. I have. I am very yeah. keen like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um can you talk with any forge bound item or is it just the the forge bound items of the people in this current conversation? Honestly, I've not tried. Maz is very pushy. I give Cherish a look. She's just like shrugging, like, I mean, yeah. No, that makes sense. There was that one time we were in that, uh, that big wagon with that bird lady, and, uh, her forgebound island was very talkative. What was her forgebound item? You don't know. It was like a bowl or something. Yeah. I think Cherish would maybe be the only one to have known that because of your crazy true sight oh, yeah. vision. Mm, right. In fact, thinking back on it, Cherish, with your keen mind, uh, you would realize that you saw something very strange in that place. And while you were under the effects of true sight, you saw little strands of energy connecting all of the Forgebound <laughs> items. I did see that, in fact. And I can, I'll bring that up as well. They're all playing telephone. 
So here's here's my question then, because Fake Cherish fooled a lot of people who have Forgebound items. So why weren't the Forgebound items able to tell? Wouldn't they be able to tell that Fake Cherish oh, doesn't have Naz? I mean, that's true. It seemed only that, if they were looking. But it. But so, I was when I was speaking with Jet yesterday. Yesterday. What about you? Early Two yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Time's a funny thing. His his forge found item. Um, it seems that I haven't really gone in depth about it, but it it seems to reveal things that are hidden, and even even Ocula was completely fooled. Didn't know until until I said something or until I showed up. Hmm. All right. Okay. So uh, no, I'm asking Mike. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Oculo didn't realize there was a second cherish until you showed up to confront Jet. Okay. What are you saying, Reed? Yeah. Well, um, do we, do we want to face the facts that you know? I know we joke about evil twins a lot, but. Evil twin scenario, cherish. Yeah, but it's not just. I yeah, I know, I know. It, it's like, like how does she know cherish. so much about my life and all of the stuff that's happening? Magic. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. So <laughs> I don't know how I keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your whole thing. It's like at, my whole at thing. At this point, I'm just like, I, I don't know how to solve any of this stuff. It's There's some magic reason. I don't know. I, yeah. I know that the, and I'm not saying it is a doppelganger, but doppelgangers have the ability to know information about who they're turning into. That would only make sense if it was around Cherish. Perhaps whatever it is was around Cherish. The things about us going to bear here. I mean, we made that decision in Stormhaven. Maybe it overheard. Or... Maybe. Or maybe someone or something is magically spying on us. Wouldn't be the first time. Nope. nope. The thing I'm most concerned about is it seems that Valor was able to either convince her to come back or subdue her, which again, not that hard to subdue me either, but Do we know that? Do we know that Valor was successful? We Well, he, he said him. he's coming back, I guess. I guess Cherish is kind of optimistically assuming that he's good. Do we want to contact him real quick? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I got mine. Okay. What do I say? Um, uh, hey, Valor. Everything good on your yeah, end? Yeah, just, just checking in. How's Please respond. How's that whole What is the message you send to Valor? Um... How's that whole sitch? Just no. that. <laughs> What's your ETA? <laughs> hey, you up? 
because the way that it works, it's it's the sending spell, so it doesn't get sent to the pocket watch. It gets sent to Valor specifically. Correct. Um, because Valor doesn't have a pocket watch. Nope. Right. Right, but he can respond. Okay. 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 Yes. Okay. 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 Um, let's see. Uh, I, I'm trying to Valor it's Sid hey uh, <laughs> I already love that so much are you okay just checking in how's that whole thing going <laughs> He bold yes, and italicized okay, yeah. that. Um, yep. And that message is sent. And uh, <gasps> as as you're sending that message, Camion is coming over, having finished sending a message to the old mage. You you saw them kind of in the soft focus in the background doing the same thing, like counting off words on their fingers. <laughs> hey, Zenerva. Are you Okay. <laughs> How's oh, that hi. whole sit going? No, no, she knows How's it's me. How's that whole sit? I need to be efficient about this. Uh, but as Camion is returning to this little powwow you all have going, uh, you get a response from Valor huh? that says... Managed to lose the doppelganger. Heading back to the front. Meet you there. He said, managed to lose the doppelganger. Heading back to the front. will meet us there. Okay. I mean, mm, yeah. Mm, okay. So she's just loose. Okay, great. Um. Well, that's not the worst outcome. It's like the third worst for sure. Maybe it's, even second worst. It's kind of... I, I feel like it's middle of the road, you know. Valor's it okay. Is, great. Valor's great. Doppelganger on loose. Possibly. And again, you were all the ones who put the idea that it was a doppelganger in... And Cherish kind head, of... So. Yeah. And yep. Cherish kind of did that on purpose. Because it would light a fire under his ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not oh, proud of that, but it did. What more 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 than oh hey, there might be a weird second evil me. Y'all made the choices that I made. Issues, yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the only difference between evil cherish and regular cherish is choices. <laughs> yes, yes it is. So yeah, I guess this brings us back to the original idea of the conversation, but how do we tell the difference? All right, we kill this Cherish, mm. and then the other one that's alive is obviously the doppelganger. Cherish, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just trying to lighten okay. the mood. I just, it didn't make it's any blood sense. blood war right now. So... Well, it's the only way to be a hundred percent. If it is a doppelganger, 
if it's anything but, well, I guess there's even a couple of options within that. But if it's not uh, Cherish's twin, who is evil, mm. and it's not a demon pretending to be Cherish, then I should be able to tell. Because it won't be a fiend. Unless, and I of can course. just tell. Somehow, though, I get the distinct impression that it is a fiend. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is this is some meddling. No, that's that's the thing. Yeah. If if by some awesome coincidence it actually is a doppelganger, then we're good. Okay. But I doubt that that's the case. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, we and we're calling it a doppelganger for shorthand. I don't. We don't specific. I mean, Valor called it a doppelganger, but because I told him it might be a doppelganger, yeah, right? So we don't even know specifically yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just mean if it's something that's not. Yeah, there are certain ways that I can tell or rule some things out, but this might be a problem. I mean. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I guess it would be a problem maybe trying to convince other people. I'm like if we as a group are walking along and suddenly see another me, I can probably can I like assume that you guys are going to be like, "Oh, well this one that we've been with the whole time is probably the one that's not the evil one." Well, yes, absolutely, says Judah. I mean, the real problem is is if they're super sneaky or something, and suddenly exactly. we're seeing which, two of you in the middle of the night like, or something. Why doesn't Cherish just not be Cherish? Don't we still have the hat? We do still have that stupid fucking And Camion will say, well, that's part of the problem, though, is they had one of those hats as well. God damn it! That's why like none of us were one, able. This, I like pull out this the khaki bucket hat with the navy trim, fucking fisherman ass hat. It looked just like that. Between that and the fire staff, like if there had been any obvious tells, do you think any of us would have gone along with I this? I know, I know. Okay, well that's interesting. I mean, okay, there is a there is an aspect of this that's really interesting though because. The hats and the fire staff were purchased from Duskwalker Import and Exportium. And it seemed like there was only one of those in the shop. I mean, the oh, shop please. is endless expanse. Right. So, like, again, that's not a great... But we should have done this when we were in the fort. That's, that's, that's marketing 101. Oh, yes, this is the last one. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta act now. One Ooh. of a kind. <laughs> one of a kind. Very God damn it, Omatep. Almost sold out. Very popular. Yeah, very rare, too. Very rare. It's not like he has a room full of wands of wonder. Yeah. A warehouse, even. It's more of a trash compactor scene from Star Wars, but with wands of wonder. Mm -hmm. Is there a way that we could visit him? (laughs) I mean, obviously where we are, but... I mean, he said I we don't, could try anywhere, right? It's just more likely in a city. Yeah. We can give it a shot. I mean, I don't know how this would help us tell apart. Like, I don't... Like, we don't get receipts from <laughs> Duskwalker. 
<laughs> so like well you, we did okay we returned alexander to him no we did however we're, however mm-hmm. I mean, the bubble was the bubble was removed. We are assuming we, we, we are assuming we, a lot of things, okay. dude. We are. That's true. Okay. So yeah, if Alexander we, isn't we, there, then we can sell him the information that we know where Alexander is. How would we get to the shop without Alexander? Okay, but shit. We're yeah. also the reason that Alexander was missing for a while. <laughs> Where's my popcorn? This is good. This is good shit right here. I like this. That's, this is entertaining as hell. It's called lying. <laughs> I don't know what that... No. No. I don't do that, Sid. Anyway. Well, then you don't have to say anything. I'm pretty good at it. Anyway. Yeah, Ju- Judah and Camion are definitely exchanging looks. They're they're getting a little lost in the weeds with this conversation. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. This this is like this is like the the right like four friends who hang out all the time and then they hang out with mutual friends who like aren't in on any of the jokes mm-hmm. and they're like very confused. <laughs> Judah was introduced yeah. to Alexander briefly in Fair Ames here, and they've all interacted with Omatep in between the trials. But they're not necessarily as uh, keyed in on that rapscallion. They're not MO. returning customers yeah. like we are. <laughs> they're not in the loyalty program. <laughs> they don't have the kerfuffle discount. No. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, well. I- he might also have an item that can't be duplicated that could indicate who you were if you had it. That's that seems like something he might have. Yeah. Or something that would help with identifying, or, you know. I could cut my hair. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like a pretty, like, obvious and simple solution, but, like, I don't know. Judah would actually. I don't know like, if her hair. I don't know if her hair will just. Kind of nod and go, that's beautifully simple, actually. I don't know if her hair will just fall off if I cut mine. I didn't even know she existed until yesterday, two days ago. I mean, it's the same thing. We can just put a bracelet on this chair think- and call it good. I, could cut I think you should do it no matter what. I think it, short hair would look nice on you. Mohawk. I mean, maybe. Right between the know. horns. Mohawk right between the horns. Do it. No, I'm not doing that. It takes too much right. upkeep. I can't keep casting prestidigitation on my hair all day to keep it up. <laughs> Some of the swamp and tar. Oof. Camion will say, what so, about just like a password or something? Just a, a phrase. I mean, we could do that too. I'm just really, I'm actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm really into the idea of cutting my hair, so I might just do it anyway. Okay, then. But yeah, let's think of a password. Demon bugs. I don't know. <laughs> All of us go no. blank. Oh boy. Oh. All right. How, how about you don't come up with a password? That, <laughs> that was obviously too good of a password. All right. None yeah. of us would remember that. Carl, you're good at coming up with um, strings of nonsense words. Yeah, I am. Uh, all right. Um, hmm. 
I want to say butts, but I uh, that that would be too easily guessed. Really? That's too obvious. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. That's the problem. Give us a password in Aklo. <laughs> no. No. Hey, Tirza. Bad idea, dog. Bad idea. <laughs> Everyone's minds break. <laughs> well, the adventure's over, kids. Awesome. Um, yeah, we could just... Judo will say we're overthinking Yeah, it would probably this. be less guessable if it was less personal. Yeah, it could it, yeah. it could literally be like a, a dire bear. Like that's fine. We can just say stuff go. like dire bear. Yeah, dire bear. Dire bear. Dire bear. Yeah. Came into one not dire bear. Okay. So, if we any of us suspect that. We might be talking to a Cherish who might not be Cherish. We ask them for the password. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that sounds good. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Go team. And Camion will say, oh, also, the old mage will in contact tonight. I don't know if any of you want to be there for the conversation, but she said she'd be in touch just after midnight. We all probably should. They will nod. Um, okay, let's... Judah will nod as well. Should we gather up, like, leadership or just sort of get everyone in a big crowd so I can... We should probably talk to the leadership first. Camion uh, will volunteer yeah. to take care of that. Uh, they can go talk to the individuals who are in charge of the caravan and the individual Guardian Guild captains who are along for the ride and then disseminate that information from those vectors. So, basically, just warning everyone that the caravan needs to get moving before 6 a.m. Uh, because those tentacle things are going to come back. Their AC is higher than a 20. What's that? Their AC is higher than a 20, so just, you know. <laughs> that information that is very pertinent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. According to my Cherish is completely objective. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm very fond of now. I, I like it a lot. Uh, is that high? Is 20 oh, it's high really high. Number? It's pretty okay. high. Okay. Because I, I would say that my AC is mm, about a 14, 15, if I'm remembering correctly. I think it's 15. Um, Tears of, right, I mean, it depends on if she has the shield out or not. With the shield, it's like 19 or something. <laughs> what are we doing here? None of this, none of this makes sense. Mine's probably 30 is all I have to say. <laughs> I don't think yours is 30. Is it? Probably 30. I think it's like 17. <laughs> Judah will eventually speak up and say, also circling back a little bit about our forge-bound items. I think Quell is able to communicate with all of yours. They, they're being cagier than I'm used to. 
and he will hold up the the prayer beads he's got wrapped around his wrist and that wrap around his left hand. Girl waves just like a little bit flow. They are I do not mean to offend Cherish, but they are quite terrified of your forge bound item. I get that a lot. I mean, it's either terrified or like upset by or they think she's rude or pushy, like Stormpiercer said. Leastways, I think that might be an answer to at least one question. I don't... I've not heard of this sort of thing before. Outside of the ones that can speak aloud. Yeah. It's just... If every Forgebound item can do it, it's strange that nobody, like, none of us have heard of it happening before. Indeed. And Camion would definitely nod at that as well. But uh, they will kind of glance between all of you and say, does, does it mean anything, though? That they can talk to Neither Twyla uh, I mean, nor I, I had forge-bound items, so... Yeah. Growl either. And that definitely uh, right. raises an eyebrow. And Camion would say, but I thought the sword... No. Lots yeah, of people no. think it's the sword. Yeah. No, you think it's the sword. It's a whole... It's a whole... Oh. Uh, Warlock. Ah. That doesn't really explain anything, but okay. No, I just kind of announce it. It's the only <laughs> thing that I do. Is this... Yeah. yeah. We need to hang out more. And... Like Cherish said, nonsense words. <laughs> sure. But yes, I, I don't know if all of your forge-bound items being able to communicate is because of being threadless, or if it is simply a product of our shared experience with the Skeinwitch, maybe? I don't know. And we could... Hey, Stormpiercer. Yes? Can you speak to Forgeman items that are... Can you try and speak to somebody's Forgeman item who's not a threadless? Yes, of course. Again, I'd said we talked to that one bird lady's bowl. Right. Yeah. So it's not it's not a threadless yeah. thing. Perhaps. I am unsure. Honestly, Maz is usually the one who leads those conversations. If I wish to speak to someone, I will talk to them out loud. Yes, we are all aware. Yes. Sadagar mm-hmm. is usually very quiet during those conversations. Mostly it is just Maz telling us things. Oh. Yeah, that's not even remotely surprising. <laughs> She's kind of bossy. Like, dog, I know. <laughs> Just a... We're working on that. But I suppose I could 
try to have conversations with other forge-bound items. See how it goes. Hmm. Indeed. Make some friends? Yes. I will attempt to make friends. And as he says that, I draw the sword up triumphantly. Ha Friendship! Oh my god. It just like, shing! Little glimmer of light from nowhere off the blade. <laughs> and from inside your mind, Cherish, you hear an aggravated sigh. <laughs> Say something. Say something, sword. Do it. Say it. I got nothing. Your hex blade. Feed me, Grawl! <laughs> is obstinately silent. But the blue runes upon the reverse edge of it now gleam in this weird forever twilight beneath the torn sky. Wanna know what they do? I'm gonna find out! Oh, I have another idea. Hmm. I keep forgetting about him because I've shoved him away into a pocket dimension because I don't like talking to him. But... The lesser, though. And Judah and Camion look at you with kind of confused looks a little bit. And Judah will say, Is that the familiar you had for like two whole seconds? Yes. Ah. If, if this is something that commands your memories and powers, who's to say that it doesn't know how to control it? I don't know how familiars work. Does the lesser the lesser can can they communicate with other beings? Mm, it seems that he and Maz can communicate, but other than that, I don't think he can communicate with anyone outside of the, you know, when he's away. Okay. Because that would have been a, yeah. Okay. My mind went instantly to, oh, right, the lesser is informing on us about you, which would help whatever this doppelganger. I don't know. That's where my mind went, but, you know. If they can't communicate with anybody else, and that, that works. That we know of. Right. He's not exactly proven himself trustworthy. Well, I mean, he does literally have to do what I say. Does that mean... I just have to be smarter about it. Has this imp told anyone else about you? Yes. He died. And then wasn't my familiar for a hot second. And Camion's eyes will kind of widen slightly and their skin will begin to bleach in color. And they will say, this is an imp we're talking about? Yes, an imp of, um... 
the seventh Malbolge is the seventh layer. And yes. Uh, yeah, of the seventh layer. Seventh or sixth? I don't remember. But anyway. Um, yeah, whatever it is, that's what I say. <laughs> but Camion specifically will say, now when you say this imp died, though, it went back to where it comes, where it's from, at least for a time. When was this? It was in the Osgood Plains about a, uh, was it like a day before we got to, uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on the name of the city. Enclave? Yeah, Enclave. And so you say that and Camion will say, you mean after you left Stormhaven? Yes. So it knew your decisions and position up till just after you left Stormhaven. I knew! I knew that keeping that thing around was a- Yes, Tirza, we all know. You're smart. Smarter than everybody. I've never said that, but keeping a fiendish uh, thing that is not loyal to you at its core is a bad idea. And you, it was freed. You could have left it in hell. Ugh. It's ridiculous. Malbolge Someone come get me before Sorry. we meet. Meet with uh, Zenerva, and uh, Tears is going to leave. Okay. Tears are kind of storms off. Judah will look to all of you and then follow after her. Camion will look to you, Cherish, and say, We need to be sure if this thing is what fed the information to your evil twin. I agree. If it wasn't the imp, then great. But if it was, we need to find out whom the creature serves, who could have reason to create an evil facsimile of you how that would be just... stupid um yes We shouldn't do it here, though. Yeah. Imps aren't an unusual sight in these parts. They are messengers for Valor's friends. But having them just hang around this caravan would, well, it would raise some questions. I understand. We can do it now. We can do it whenever you're ready, I suppose. 
just get this over with. Camion will look to Grawl and Sid with a questioning look of, and say, Do you want to help with this? That all depends if you need help, Cherish. I don't think so. I don't know. Well, if you do, let us know. I'm here to help. Thank you. Uh, Grawl doesn't say anything. He just looks at Cherish and gives her a nod. Camion will cast a glance back over at the other caravans that have kind of blocked up and then gets a consternated look on their face and says, I, I, I need to go tell the caravan leaders first about getting out early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good call. I'll be back soon, though. And they stalk off. Tirza, where do you go? God, I was thinking about the if this is in character, and then I was like, oh, she's 16 and dumb. Um, I think that she, like, storms off into, like, off the road mm-hmm. and uh, draws sword and just, like whams it into a the closest like big-ish tree okay there's a slightly dead tree a little ways off the road you pull out yeah just full force give me an attack roll Uh oh boy. Um 14. Okay. Sword cuts into the the dying bark of this tree. You can already see that this tree is I mean drowning, honestly. It is swollen and the leaves are beginning to fall off and it looks like it's dying because it's just getting way too much water. And the water, as you've been told, is kind of poisonous. So it just bites into the bark, and there's this dull thud as the sword goes in. From behind you, you hear Judah's voice saying, I'm not sure if the tree did anything to deserve that. Uh, and Tirza, uh, pulls the sword, pulls the sword out, like hefts it out, and, uh, re-sheaths it in the quiver, and not looking at him says, I... 
No, probably not. But it feels like it should, though, right? <sighs> I j <sighs> And, uh, she'll turn around and is, like, just hot, hot, angry tears. Uh, I... Judah has a very solemn look on his bovine features. I just wish that she would listen sometimes. I... But it's my fault that she doesn't. She hates me. And I haven't given her a reason to because I've been so shitty about this whole fiend thing. In what way? I grew up thinking that what she was, where she comes from, is to be destroyed. That everything like her and Valor is automatically evil and wrong and bad. And I was bad about hiding it. And now she doesn't trust me and won't listen when I... And it's dangerous. And it is dangerous. Hell is evil. And I, I just don't want her to get hurt. But I can't... She doesn't... Continue. Trust me anymore. I don't know if she... Well, I mean, I don't know if she ever trusted me, but... I just... We're supposed to protect each other and be there for each other all... And I feel like tears up. I don't know. I don't know how to be there for her when I'm supposed to kill things like her. God, I hate this stupid blood war. Tears up. Five days ago. Yes. You were dangling off the back of a terrasque, closing a rift to another plane. Your hand was on Cherish's back, 
and you were supporting her in that endeavor. If she didn't trust you, if she didn't trust all of us, do you think she would have been there? She trusted me to hang myself out in front of that thing's mouth and hurl potions into it. She trusted you and Grawl and Sid to be there when it was standing up. If she didn't trust you, I don't think she would still be here. She just, she doesn't say anything about the hell stuff, and it makes me, nervous. And then I feel bad, because maybe I don't trust her. And Potentially, go... God, I can't believe the Scaled Council is here, and I'm traveling with a fiend, and I don't... I... Oh! Hmm. Remember where I... This is too complicated for me. You remember what I told you about yes. the way of the beast? Yes. Where we come from does not define us. Judah will turn and look south with a solemn look growing ever deeper. Do you know what I did while I was in that library that Grawl brought us to. We were supposed to be looking for a solution to that problem, but I used it as an opportunity to... to answer my own personal inquiries. And I found out where my Tears people out. came from. What do you mean? And he'll glance back at you and sniff at the air and he'll say, Demons. Many generations ago, perhaps, but the root of the Minotaur lineage leads back to demons. Perhaps not as obvious with us as it is with Tirza or Valor. Cherish, I'm Tirza. 
Right. It's the purple. You've got the cloak. <laughs> we get that a lot. I'm just not sure how I'm supposed to feel about all of are you supposed I don't even to know what all of this some way who dictates that I and Teresa will look at the ground roughly. I guess I don't know. But if... But if I'm not supposed to feel any certain way... If I don't know what I'm supposed to do, then... I don't know that I... I don't trust that I can do the right thing. If I don't know what that is. Hmm. You... You are tied into something larger than yourself, Tirza. Something that I perhaps cannot understand. The gods that you serve, they, they grant you strength and power for a purpose, I assume. Perhaps you should ask them what that purpose is, and not trust to the words of mortals. Uh, it, there's like a moment where Tirza is gonna like laugh at that, and then she, uh, uh, suddenly realizes that that's maybe not a bad idea. I don't know what that that like moment of realization is. The like, oh yeah, I guess I hadn't of hadn't ever thought of that. I. I Thank you, Judah. I'm I'm just being down here and uh, everything that's going on and then being so close going home in a way. Hmm. It's just a lot. I understand. More than you perhaps know, but I, well, I followed you not necessarily to give advice. Mostly it's just should not be wandering off alone in this place. 
Right, right, of course. I, I can go back. I'm ready to go. We can stay here for as long as you need. You just need to know that when you do decide to go back, your friends will welcome you there. Uh, and she'll kind of nod and like sh shoulder squeeze or like bi bicep squeeze as like a thank a another thank you and then this big like four-fingered we'll... hand will pat you on the shoulder. <laughs> um, I don't like seeing my friends upset. And... <laughs> Me either. She'll kind of walk with him back to back to camp. She probably doesn't walk to back to the group because it's kind of awkward now that I've yelled at Cherish, but yeah. In the meanwhile, what have the rest of you been up to while back to Tamian the caravan, was off uh, providing information about what the next day's plans are to the caravan? What are the rest of you doing? Uh, it's nighttime, correct? Oh yeah. It's past um, I guess I just kind of start setting stuff up for for rest. I don't know if we're we're sleeping in, in tents or how that's working on this particular it's journey. Most, it's mostly been folks setting up bedrolls around a, a central campfire within the block of uh care of wagons that they've circled into a a square. There are three square blocks of wagons, and within the center of each is uh, a few dozen people who have setting up bedrolls for the most part. There's not really room for tents with everyone squeezed yeah. in together. That's fair. Um, yeah, I suppose I set up mine and uh, Tears's since she's uh, gone, just to let her know that she doesn't have to have to set it up. Um, Grawl is going around, uh, uh, like walking the perimeter and helping anyone that needs to like set things up. Okay. Um, sure. Helping yeah. caravaneers and mm -hmm. checking in with, uh, Bark Watch members and Edge Masons who are also kind of on the perimeter. Yeah. Um, and so the question, the makeup of like this caravan, like people wise is it's like soldiers and like. That's mostly it, right? Mostly it's members of the Guardian Guilds with a few people for each cart to herd the animals and okay. the porters. I'm just making sure that they're not just like, yeah, uh, we need to send all, all of the, the, the kids towards the front line no, because, no, 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 yeah, no, I'm no, just no. I'm just making sure there's no like, yeah. No, everyone here, even the porters, everyone is armed. Like, cool. Nobody here is under any illusion about where you're headed. Yeah. Gotcha. I just want to, I just, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. And yeah, as I've described before, there's a, a, a grim sort of determination, but also a, like very knife edge of terror running through everybody where 
everyone is very keenly aware of what they're walking into. If not literally, then everyone who has been there already has returned with stories. As you've been told, Fort Verge was sort of the rear position where people would rotate out from the front and then rotate back forward after a few days of rest. But the horror stories have spread near and far, and as you're walking around helping people, you're definitely getting a little taste of that from people who have already been to the front. They describe the infernal fortifications as uh, a long barricade of dark steel that has apparently risen out of fissures in the ground. It seems as though when hell came to reinforce the war effort here, they brought a chunk of their home plane with them. At least that's the sense you're getting based on these descriptions. Their camp is a hot, dry place of uniformed order. That while mortals can walk there and help defend the the fortifications there, they're not necessarily welcomed, and there are rumors of people going into that place and not coming back out. Nothing verified, of course. On the other hand, you get a little bit of stories about the the cultists, quote-unquote, the Jarashir, who are aiding on the opposite side, who will just as evenly destroy hordes of demons as well as any devils who might be in the thick of melee while they're at it. You hear descriptions of paladins and clerics wielding storm magics in a way that obliterates whole swaths of fiendish combat to the point where the guardian guilds have sort of tried to start running interference to get them to certain sections of the fighting while not exposing their fiendish allies to any sort of collateral damage. The jars here apparently paint with a broad brush. Why are we like this? <laughs> I mean, I know why, but... <laughs> And between those two, you have the Guardian Guilds, who are facing something the likes of which the Valley really hasn't before, and that is a a, a tide, a, an enemy army. And you get the sense that had a certain warlord decades ago tried something on the massive scale that they were attempting there would have been an opposing force. It wouldn't have been such a clean sweep as you might have once assumed. I just gotta, gotta, gotta make friends with them. And once they're friends, it's all fine. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Cherish, what are you doing in the meanwhile? Uh, Cherish has not moved from the position that she was standing in. Uh, she's just sort of staring out into the swamp, waiting for Camion to come back. Okay. Again, up I... here, it's less swamp land and more just like soggy, bogish territory. Yeah. You're not quite in Bayou yet. <laughs> yeah. 
I assume that uh, it doesn't take me that long to do what I'm doing. I see Cherish sort of stand, staring off. Yeah. Uh, hey, Cherish. Hmm? How you doing? Not great. Yeah. I just keep screwing up. <laughs> no matter how hard I try to fix things or help people or try to be strategic, it always blows up in my face. Yeah. So. I I don't know why I get defensive. It makes sense that she hates me. I don't. I don't know if Tirza hates you, Cherish. I'm an abomination, Sid. We, we were never really going to be friends. Do you really think that? Or are you just trying to tell yourself that to punish yourself? Because let me tell you, I am really, really good at that. And I know it when I see it. Why do you guys still trust me? I don't judge people for trying to do their best and making mistakes. Okay, because... that's like one thing though, but the mistakes that I make are like getting us arrested on a planar level, um, a fucking evil twin showing up and trying to ruin everything that we're trying to do. I mean, that's like... I get mistakes. That's like catastrophes that I'm responsible for. Are you responsible for them? I, I don't know if you control your circumstances, Cherish. You, you don't have control or say over where you're from or, or the powers that have interest in your bounty. That's not, that's not on you. I insisted we do the shitty Eldritch Ritual. I insisted on keeping the imp around. Well, the Eldritch Ritual helped us save Fariums here. Were there consequences? Sure. But a lot of people are alive. I just, I know that it's not simple with, 
tears is faith. But, I mean, we've been traveling for so long together, and we've been through so much and seen some truly awful things and experienced and overcome incredible things. I just, if Tirza really truly hated you, I feel like she would have done something already. I think, and I'm not a religious person by any stretch of the imagination, but I think Tears is maybe just struggling with the values that she grew up with versus what she's seen firsthand. Worried that she's right. What if it doesn't matter that I'm trying? What if I just can't be good? I just, I feel like if people aren't struggling to do the right thing, I don't know if, I don't know if they can be good. I don't know. But I, I made a promise that I wouldn't give up, so... I just need to keep moving forward. Well, um... I... I'm here for you. So if you ever do need to talk, let me know. I'm not uh, what you would descri describe as uh, the intellectual type, necessarily. A lot of this stuff goes over my head. I just stab things real good. But, uh, you know, I'm also here to listen, so... Thank you, Sid. I know that uh, you all were able to look past where I came from and the choices that I used to make, and nobody had done that for me before. So it would be pretty shitty if I didn't do the same. And uh, Sid goes and starts checking in with other people, see how they're holding up. Okay. Yeah. Cherish, you linger there for a while? Mm-hmm. Okay. Eventually, Tears and Judah wander back as well as Camion, who looks a little irked uh having had some conversations with some people who didn't like the idea of betting down for less than eight hours but that's just how you got to play this one so as you 
reconvene around this block of carts that is circled up. It is approaching midnight. Do you all want to try to get any sleep tonight? Uh, I mean, are we talking to Zenerva? I would like to. That's... Between then and... Yeah, no, yeah. she said she's going like to be get... in yeah. contact after midnight. Just after midnight. But whether or not you all try to get any rest prior to that, or... Uh, want to try to get any rest after that is what I'm asking. Yes. We probably should. Okay. As much as we can manage. Yeah. As close to a long rest as possible, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, at, at this point, if you plan on... Though, yeah, that's not happening. It's going to be rough. Yeah. So. Okay. You all sharing some awkward glances between some of you as you're inevitably in a uh, smaller than convenient space to avoid each other. Uh, so that there is that awkward tension of a near fight that has been somewhat diffused, but at the same time those awkward feelings still linger in the air. I don't know if there's anything else any of you want to accomplish before your conversation with Zenerva. Wanna read my book? Were we gonna do reading. the imp thing? Yeah, that's... I mean, Camion would definitely be interested in doing that if you are willing. Yeah. I think Cherish has gotten past the sad point and now maybe kind of wants to slap the lesser around a little bit. Which, like, we don't have to, like, get into... We don't have to look too deep into that. We don't have to, like, uh, Grawl, you want to get an hour in on your book? One whole hour. Cool. Um, Alright, uh, yeah, Camion would be more than happy to go off a little ways and confront the lesser. I'm never going to get this book read. It's going to take forever. <laughs> getting there, buddy. You're getting there. Dude, dude, it's gonna take forever. It's so long. I think I'm like five. How hours much is there. your int gonna go up? Two. A two. Look, y'all are the I ones who decided to have zero days of downtime and just go hurtling into the next mm -hmm. mission. Oh it no, is, no, no, no! It is our way. I knew exactly what I was going to do if we had downtime. I was going to read for two days straight. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Camion oh, asks the dream. <laughs> if anyone else wants to. Go confront this imp. Yes. Yes. Well, Grawl, you're reading or are you confronting an imp? <laughs> like, I want to go. I really want to go. But okay. this book, this it's, book, yeah, it's, a good book. Uh, it's a very Page good turned. book. Yeah. Um. So Camion's going with right, Cherish. Right now it's just Camion uh, and Cherish, yeah. Uh, and... I'll I'll go with um I'll go with them um but I'll just check in with Judah and just ask him to keep an eye on Tirza. And uh, he will definitely nod at that. But he would definitely uh, turn to Tirza and ask if do you want to go confront this imp as well? 
I don't... That might not be a good idea. There's definitely an awkward that's pause. All, that's all she'll uh-huh. say about it. But... Yeah. Then Cameron will say, let's just go take care of this. Their skin has become this bright gold with platinum hair. Yeah. Let's fuck them up. <laughs> Blood war! <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> From 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 Gros book, yeah, blood war, blood war, blood war. So, uh, Camion leads you off a little ways away from the outpost or the the campsite, but not too terribly far. In the distance, in the middle of the night, you can all hear the boom, 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 and there's the soft orange glow to the southwest of the infernal artillery doing its grim work. They will lead you just around a corner of a low hill. Not so you're out of sight of the caravan, but definitely so if you absolutely needed to, you could duck behind cover away from line of sight of these people. And they will look to you, Cherish. And I will summon the imp. And as soon as you say a quick phrase, the lesser is there, appearing with a a whiff of brimstone, uh, fluttering in the air, its bandy-legged imp form, kind of dangling as its wings flutter between its shoulders, and he will say, Oh, hey! <laughs> Someone new! Again! This keeps happening! It's crazy! I want to, like, fucking volleyball spike him into the ground! <laughs> Give me an attack roll. <laughs> Come on and slam, and welcome, and welcome to-, to the jam. <laughs> so tired of this fucking imp. Um, this would be an unarmed attack, I'm guessing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that's just gonna be a straight roll, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Please, God, just let me have one good day. <laughs> you again? Give it a rest, buddy. Two. <laughs> uh, and kind of in the backdraft of your swing, the lesser kind of flutters past your hand, and he's going to go, Whoa! Hey! Huh, what did I do? What did I do? What's happening? I know I asked you this before, but I'm going to ask you again. And I'm going to try to be real specific this time. When you died... After the Chimera attack mm. and went back to Malbulge, what exactly did you tell your mistress, the Archduchess of Malbulge? And Camion's just sort of backing you up. Uh, they've got a, a hand axe out that they're kind of just bouncing in their palm, their steely gaze at this imp. And the imp is definitely going to look at the Eladrin and go, okay, this one's new. Um... Uh, Dream team back together again. I mean, I gave you the basic overview, right? Like, basically kind of explained your whole deal and told her what you were generally up to. Nothing too crazy. That sure doesn't sound like an answer to my question about what exactly you told her. 
Right, right. No, it is not. Um, that's... You're absolutely correct about that. I told her, you know, that uh, you were a tiefling, that you uh, had been uh, taken from the hells and raised by a half-orc in a city ruled by a particularly nasty vampire who is uh, known in certain circles. <laughs> uh, pardon the pun there. But, um... Because hell circles, it's it's all, anyway. We get it. We get it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, Sid, you're here. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, did I say I was going with it? Mm-hmm. Oh, he did. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere, Grawl is not <laughs> no, laughing God, at a Sid, joke. Mine made his tits, Sid. <laughs> Keep forgetting you're so quiet. Sorry, my stealth is now thirteen. <laughs> objectively speaking. Oh, hey, okay. The stabby one's here too. All right. Um, so sneaky. Uh, I. <laughs> I I told her that you ha she was very uh, curious as to your the whole bounty situation so I was kind of explaining who you were and uh, how how your 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 upbringing and kind of like what you were all up to here with the the closing of the realm scars that's what you call them yeah Mhm um I told her kind of the direction you were heading next, and that's when she told me to, you know, extend that invitation that I did, and, uh, uh, that's that's pretty much it. Did you tell her about the half-orc guy? I may have mentioned that you had a liking towards a... And mind you, this is something that your weird bracelet thingy told me, right? Because I've never been there when you were talking to the half-orc guy. That's all her. Did you know that there were two of me? I'm sorry? There is another me running around with... Stunning amounts of information that you seem to have told your mistress. Well, that is a absolute surprise to me. I Are was, you lying to me? I absolutely am not. Can I insight check that? Sure. It's more of an insight check, but yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I don't think my insight is. I almost hit the disconnect button. <laughs> I almost, almost. <laughs> I gotta earn that rage quit. Yeah, that's a bad roll. Uh, nine. Um, I will also make one. Yeah, Sid, you are pretty sure this imp is telling the truth, but he's a pretty shifty imp, so. Yeah. That is a 23. Hell yes. Cherish, not only do you think the lesser is telling the truth, you're not sure if he's capable of technically lying to you. Right. Okay. That's that's what I thought. I just wanted to confirm. He can avoid questions. He can kind of say things in vagaries, but he can't out and out tell you a lie. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. So yeah, I may have said some things about the the, the the orc boy, but I didn't know anything about there being... Why are there two of you? That's what I was... That's what I brought you out here for. 
Ah, uh, okay, um... But if you don't know anything... Big ol' imp shrug right here. I just, uh... That Aladrin's looking at me like real... This murdery kind of vibe I'm getting over here. You know, and I don't blame them, really. Okay. <laughs> Would the other guy maybe know more about... Y'all's uh, mistress and her plans. Who? The boss. Oh, you think... Because... Uh... No, no, he would not. Why not? Because he would not have any insight into what my mistress is a-doing. Why would that be? Ah, hmm. because he does not work for her. Hmm, interesting. Uh, what yep. lawyer does he work for? Ah, just write direct questions. Um, the one that you thought that we worked for to begin with. Okay. He is... Absolutely the number two to your pops. This is very good. This is all now, good. he didn't know that I was, you know, not exactly. He was always under the impression that I was also a, a servitor of, uh, uh, you know, your yeah. pops. Uh, and if we could just keep that uh, uh, assumption rolling, that would be <laughs> um, that would be very good. Hmm. What it? I you there is. I can just see the gears turning behind those horns of yours. Ah, boy. I. Hmm. Yeah, that would suck if we told them everything. <laughs> Huh. Go for it. Stabby boy, you go for it. I'm sure the boss would have a fun time talking to you. Oh, no, 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 no. He wouldn't be talking to Sid. Remember? They're like my court or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Right. And Camion from behind you will say in a smooth, even-toned voice, Just to be clear, Imp, I know how your kind work. There are other ways of making sure you die. I sure have picked up quite a coterie, huh? Oh, ah, wowzers. This is like a whole entourage you've got here. What with the the realm walker and the stabby boy, yikes! Realm walker, it's cool. Fuck. <laughs> Your stabby boy. good stabby boy. look. If it were up to the boss, he'd kill the lot of you. You know that, right? 
Like you got that impression when you talked to him last mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more dangerous for you to talk to him at all than to, you know, rat me out. Because you're not a rat. I could be a rat. I know you like the rat. You want me to be a rat? I can also be a rat. Huh. Okay. Uh, you mean that, like, literally, not, like, metaphorically, like I was talking about. Depends. Which, huh. De- depends on... Because while the boss would much rather kill the lot of us, he sort of can't kill me. That is correct. Got the impression that he wasn't really allowed to. Mm-hmm. And as much as I am loath to use whatever powers are granted me by all of that, I will. Nothing would make me happier. You 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 keep doing your thing, I'll keep doing my thing. We're good. Yeah. Clear options are I send you back to your little pocket dimension or Camion kills you. Um, I mean, uh, hmm. I mean, look, I'm just trying to help you out, yeah? Hmm, I don't know. Because I'm just here to, you know, Deliver messages, be helpful little... I could, I could become invisible, yeah? And be, like, looking around and... Alright, clearly he doesn't have anything. I should just dismiss him. Camion will nod slowly. Alright, till I figure out what I want to do with you, you're dismissed. Hey, and it'll disappear. Well, I don't know if that makes us feel better or worse that he wasn't. I mean, frankly, I wasn't expecting much. He's an imp. Not exactly high on the corporate ladder. Camion will definitely give a thoughtful look and eventually say their season still in summer. I'm not sure about that. What do you mean? It looked like an imp. And it spoke like an imp. But if that thing is an imp, then I'm a wood elf. How can you... tell... 
part of my training. I have an awareness about these sorts of things. If I concentrate, I can sense different types of creatures, mostly extraplanar, dragons, elementals, fey fiends, undead, that sort of thing. Hmm. I've also spent a lot of time studying the variations on these things, and you get to a taste for power. I've interacted with the imps around here, and that thing... I don't know. No theories? Something about it struck me as off. I didn't roll high enough. Oh, yes. Right. Objective. That's the thing about this objective system. <laughs> I'm starting to get it. Yeah. There's an element of chance involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But well, I don't think it was lying. Least yeah, I. I don't think it can. Under the under the contract of knowing its true name and being my familiar, I don't think it can necessarily outright lie to me. Hmm. Is it possible it would know what this other cherish could be? something we maybe should have asked. No. It, um... I think keeping that thing banished is the right move. I was maybe bluffing a little bit about the whole killing thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, we're not... I have some theories. If we did it at the the Infernal Barricade, maybe. I'm not sure. I think that actually might be a piece of hell, but anyway, that's mm. semantics. Yeah. But, no, that was useful at the very least. Yeah. It's a good start. The only damage he can do while banished is wind a Maz, so. And Maz will say, which raises all sorts of questions about how he's able to do that. Uh, yup. And yeah, y'all head back to camp. Now, Camion, the title Horizon Walker, did you decide that, or was it bestowed upon you by some sort of higher order of uh, ranger folk? Because uh, it's a good title. I, I gotta say, it's a great title. I love it. It is. Uh, sounds uh, very, you know. Specific training you can take with 
being a, a rift keeper. Um, Blizz was involved, obviously, but mm. you met Blizz Fizzle Nozzle. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what you said. Um, Good guy. I mean, it, it, it's not exactly a, a, a compliment, Sid, being called that. Well, I can say, to me, sounds pretty cool. Uh, I appreciate it, but, I mean, I, I would just say don't go calling Zenerva that anytime soon. Oh, absolutely not, no. Right. She wears the name like a badge of honor, but to many of our people, it really isn't. Gotcha. Yeah, you walk on back. Hmm. Uh, eventually, you are pushing in towards midnight. Grawl, you've read mm -hmm. uh, a bit of your book. Camion um, uh, is going to let everyone in this little block know that the old mage is going to be here soon. Um, and that uh, she is going to be there to conduct some very serious business and that, like, watch, don't, uh, <laughs> you can listen in on the group call, but you're not necessarily there to contribute. <laughs> kind of a, kind of a one-way. <laughs> um, and a lot of the, the people in the Guardian Guilds are like, oh shit, we get to, like, these are the peons being like, we get to see the CEO? Holy crap. Um. And I think it is there that we are going to take our break. And when we return, uh, the old mage is going to have a conversation with the vast majority of the Threadless, I think. Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Daskwakar, yada, 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 Daskwakar, import and export TM. You know the drill. Um, so, here's the thing. I think I might be in a little bit of a pickle. <laughs> uh, a, a pretty, okay, a pretty big pickle, probably. Like, only one pickle could fit in this jar. It's that big of a pickle. Um, I may or may not have sold some magical items to a person who looked a lot like Cherish. Cherish Ironstrike. You know, that tiefling? Uh, she's purple. You'd know her if you saw her. So she comes in asking for some replacement items for some stuff that she apparently lost. And I'm like, okay, well, so long as you have the coin. And, oh, did she have the coin? <laughs> so I wasn't about to say no to that sort of thing. <laughs> That's uh, quite a few thousand gold, you know. How am I supposed to turn that down? But um, I have this sneaking suspicion that that was not Cherish Iron Strike. You know, usually Alexander is here to kind of sort these sorts of things out, but he's been missing for a little while now, so how was I supposed to know? I mean, come on! But there was just a look in her eye that, I don't know, man, gave me the willies. And you know, with everything I know about Cherish, what with her mom being trapped in hell and her dad probably being Mephistopheles, who is really not a good dude, there could be quite a few things out there that could be using her face for all the wrong reasons. I mean, it could be something as simple as a doppelganger. That wouldn't be so bad, but there are lots and lots of things that can shapeshift to look like other people and sound like them. 
and convincingly passes them if they've got half a mind to. Ugh, this could be a real problem. I'm sure it'll be fine, <laughs> right? Right? Ugh. Well, anyway, let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they were having some serious discussions while on the roadside leading towards the warfront. Whether it be decisions and conversations about what to do with an imp who may or may not have betrayed your trust, if there was any trust there to begin with. What to do about uh, how to confront evil Cherish, if that should happen. How do we tell the difference? If you've got a gun on both of them, which one do you shoot? The one that doesn't say Dire Bear. That's what we came to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, what's a gun? <laughs> also, shoot both, what's shoot a gun? both of them. <laughs> and of course, some emotional conversations about uh, the fact that Cherish and Tirza can't just talk to each other because that would be too hard. It's really mm. hard to be a teenager. Yeah, guys. <laughs> But leastways, you had reconvened back in the campsite of the caravan leading south with the intention of talking to Zenerva Arkantol, the old mage. Having informed the nearby members of the Guardian Guilds that yes, the boss is going to be stopping by, and no, don't look at them, don't talk to them, don't even participate in this conversation, this isn't about you. Uh, it's about me. <laughs> Pacific. Sinerva, will you photograph for please? Like, we're busy. <laughs> now it's not the time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so you are going to be having this conversation for a bit of an audience, albeit an audience who is pretty much aware of at least the general ins and outs of the situation. Um, but that can change if you want to have a more secretive conversation. Now is the time to say we should be doing this somewhere else. Uh, put on a show. Up. That's my vote. I mean, we all knew that was going to be Sid's vote. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Give the people what they want. Camion just wanted to do it here because with a crowd, it's less easy for you all to be picked off by invisible flying demons. Yeah. These are all true facts. Mm -hmm. Okay, so after midnight, there is a long moment where you've sort of cleared a space in the middle of this block. There are edge masons and bark watch, uh, a few haven guard, one or two porters are in this ring as well, all kind of watching with anticipation as the Threadless are about to have a conversation with the old mage. This is the stuff that plays are made of. Mm-hmm. And yeah, literally. Oh, mm -hmm. Very specifically, yes. <laughs> God. And just past midnight, maybe a minute or two as the hand ticks past, a projected image of Zenerva Arkantol appears Ten feet in front, uh, in front of Camion. She appears in her projected form, looking like a high elf in her prime. She stands with that regal look that is 
enhanced by the ornate white robes trimmed with gold that she wears, the strange helix staff that she wields that seems to be made of three different types of crystalline minerals intertwined around each other and forming at the top into an ornate sphere uh, that forms the top of her staff. A shining silver and amethyst ring at her finger that gleams out in the night. She stands with a, an imperious glance into the middle distance as though striking a scene. It Basically, you're getting the assumption that she knew she was going to be playing to a crowd, and she's kind of playing it up a little bit. Yeah, uh, this is like my CEO's weekly vlogs that he would send everybody. <laughs> and... <laughs> There is a a murmur that runs through the small crowd around you of ooh, old mage ah. Ooh. This is maybe the first time some of these people have ever seen the old mage. Uh, it's at that point where I open my cage of doves and release them. <laughs> They're all dead because you haven't fed them. For it's true. For I've had them months. since the beginning of the campaign. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of dead. Do not open dead doves inside. Her gaze coming down, Zenerva will mm -hmm. look to each of you in turn. Grawl, Cherish, Sid, Tirza, Judah, Camion, and she will give you all a warm, if slightly weary, smile. Her dirty blonde hair coming back and away. She's tied it into a ponytail that comes down across, down past her shoulders. Um, she will say greetings threadless. Hello. I am told you've run into a unique situation in the realm scar near Amberfell. Yep. What may I do to aid you? Well, we don't fully know um, how we're supposed to... I, I, I suppose information. We don't fully know what we're supposed to do to defend ourselves as well as protect the people of this caravan. If you could perhaps give me more information about the situation you find yourselves in. The message I was sent by Camion had scant few details. Right. Um, we are encountering um, large tentacles coming up out of pools of water that don't seem to be quite that deep. Um, for how long and how long did it last the last couple times? A round or two at most. Like yeah, so like yeah, I was gonna say fifteen seconds tops. Yeah, but it. Dragged someone off and could do more damage in the future. It it seems it seemed like it was looking for something, right? Like feeling around. No, it seemed like it was trying to pull like 
myself up, right? Am I totally misremembering this? You're not quite sure what it's... I mean, for the most part, they've flailed around. They've reached out to try to grab things. They've smashed against the earth. Uh, I mean, you've only encountered them three times now. Yeah. Yeah. The timing as to when it happens is also notable. It seems uh, to happen every eight hours, and I kind of give her a meaningful like, ah, look. I see. As Indeed. far as we can tell, anyway. That's my theory. This is indeed grave news, if it is as you claim. The intentions of such a creature are perhaps not as important as the mere fact of it happening. As you grow closer to the realm scar, of course, the disturbance that it is causing is causing the barriers between our realm and those on the outside to bleed together. Mm -hmm. As such, this weakening effect on our reality has... Perhaps the timing of this thing is in concert with some other event that creates a strain on our valley. The membrane that holds back the outer storm can flux at times. That's about what we were thinking. <clears throat> As for how you might defend yourself... I would ask if there is any correlation between where these events occur and your own positions within the caravan. Uh, that's like a good question. I don't, re I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, Cherishwood, but. Have appeared closer in proximity to you than, like, they haven't appeared at the back of the caravan when you've been at the front. Again, to be fair, you haven't really seen them enough times to the first time it yeah. happened, they it, the single tentacle appeared off in the distance. Admittedly down the road from you, but Yeah. No. It's tough to say. Zenerva would continue. I simply wonder if these things are attracted to the caravan itself or something that they might deem a threat to its entry into our world. Well, that certainly would be the lot of us, wouldn't it? Indeed. The six of you, and of course, Valor, have done a great many deeds to help secure this valley. And she's clearly, like, speaking broadly, kind of playing to the crowd a little bit. So, maybe we're the ones who need to be up and ready to go at six and position ourselves far a little further up from the caravan. 
just to minimize like keep others out of danger. Yeah. Yeah. But Camion would say, but what if we're wrong and then we're not there when these things come back and attack the caravan? Yeah. That's the other That's true part of it. Zenerva would give Camion a solemn look and say, there are perhaps no good options here. What I perhaps can do is endeavor to reduce the fluctuations that are occurring in those time periods that you spoke of. Perhaps with a suitable amount of focus and I can bend my will towards the problem, I think. Does that mean it will stop or lessen? We won't know until the next interval, I think. But leastways, with this information that you've given me, I can at least work to counteract the problem. If you had not told me this, then the situation might have gone on unabated. Yes. I th yeah. We thought that it was important that you should at least be aware of the situation. Open communication is key. Indeed it is. Right you are, Sid. Right you are. <laughs> oh, I like almost completely forgot about... Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, perhaps less of a dire Very note, good. it is good to see all of you yet again. I had feared for you once you had entered the Wilding in your attempts to save Fair Ames here. It, uh, I mean, we were yeah. successful, obviously, uh, but it was fraught. Indeed. You might be heartened to know that our mutual friend, Mr. Dunn, has... Who? No, kidding. ...begun making a speedy recovery. He seems very determined to continue aiding our efforts in any way he can. To the point where some very powerful magics were used to keep him in bed at a certain point. Aaron. <laughs> I was in character. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what of the Crescent Council? Have they decided as to whether or not 
they'll bring aid down here. Indeed. There should be at least a few members of the uh, Tianol entering Fort Verge, even as we speak, within the last day. They have access to the same teleportation magics that I have granted many of my champions, and they are able to bring reinforcements with the haste that the elves are known for. Good. she will say. There are also many others throughout the valley who send their well wishes as well as aid in the near future. After the passing of the Legion of Bone beyond Blue Gulch, those who are there are more capable of moving to aid others in such endeavors, without having to keep an eye on their own borders. Oh man, that bulwark is no one there, it's right Do for the taking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is there news of the Legion? Yeah, I was gonna say. Were they successful? They Are have they good? passed beyond the valley. Beyond that, we cannot say. Alright. But they have entered right. the outer storm, and their fate is their own. Indeed. <sighs> yeah. But leastways, that could free up some uh, friendly individuals to send aid sooner rather than later. <laughs> Is there anything else I could help you with this evening? Just did we did we ever tell her about the? Uh... The whole, uh, uh, Bator Mechanis Concord thing. You haven't spoken with her since no. well before <laughs> yeah. Farium's here. Great. Yeah. Is this a now type I conversation? If it's now is the, the now good time. time. Oh, okay, okay. Just, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a couple things. Tears is like, oh yeah, we maybe should have had this in private. <laughs> Yeah. It's fine. We can have this conversation nope. again. Yeah. Call you 20 minutes. And the old mage will say, again, in front of the crowd, kind of playing it up, if there is nothing else, thank you for this information, Threadless. I will, of course, be in contact soon. I pray your endeavors go well in Amberfell. Mm, rhymes. So do we. <laughs> there's there's one one soldier in the crowd at least who's like leans over to his friend and goes they're not 
talking about what they're actually talking about. Like, there's some hinky <laughs> shit going on. I rolled really well on my insight, Dave. Did you see this? I rolled really yeah, well. Like, I, I know, know they're up to I... something. <laughs> yeah. Did you catch that? That's that that slight lilt in 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 that one phrase there. They're, <laughs> they're lying. They're, they're lying, and I know it. There's a lot of subtext in this here conversation. Yeah. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> Nobody cares. Don't they're waking that way. They're what? waking at each other a lot. What like, if way what if, more than any person should normally <laughs> wink at each other during their conversation? It's very strange. What if we're all Jeff at these biggest fans, but he's kind of unliked amongst the rest <laughs> of the members of the fell? Shut up, Jeffethy. That weird horse boy. Ugh. <laughs> he's so good at his job that they yeah. don't take notice of him. It's <laughs> the problem. Oh, yeah. But with a bow He's towards all of you, the, the old mage will vanish. <sighs> and Camion, whose skin has turned a fragile white of winter, will have a look of concern on their face. But the rest of the crowd around has begun, like, breaking up and is talking like, whoa, old mage. And like, wow, these really are threadless heroes. Holy crap. We might actually have a chance at this, y'all. Um, but Camion will say in a low whisper, the haste of elves. That was specific. What do you think she meant? Not fast at all. Oh, great. That's super cool. You spent some time in Fair Ames. Did you know any of them to do anything quickly? No. Well, I, I don't no. know. Shadoran was pretty. Yeah, Shadoran was pretty she on top was of stuff. She kind of on top of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I but only about the, the thing that she was specifically very interested that's, in. So that's, that's, true. that's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I meant to say. Yeah. Uh, I don't notice any tape. Girl, I'm not explaining a metaphor to you again, I swear. I still don't understand. Judah will say, I don't know if we got everything we wanted out of that conversation. Well, with the old mage, we rarely do. No offense. Ooh, and who are you saying that to? Camion. I guess. Camion will just shrug and say, no, I agree. Okay, cool, good. I don't know yeah, why like I would shit? take offense to like, that. Like, how much shit can we talk about her in front of you? Like, are you good? Are you cool? What do you mean? Is she like... What? Aren't you guys, like, related? No. Wait, really? I'm... What? No. I, I thought it was more of like a. Name. I thought that was more of a title thing than. Oh, you. Do you not? Ah. Uh. That's going to take some explaining. Um. It's it's not a name. It's a. It's a title, I guess. Oh. It's a. It is a name, but it's. It's the one elves give to, to, to 
put it simply to, to people they don't like, I guess. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that explains all the statues. Imperium's here. Yep. It does explain all the statues, like a lot. Yeah. Oh, wow. It oh, makes wow. everything makes wow a lot more sense. I'm sorry. What? I I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I... Yeah. Ar Arkantol is not a a name. It's a it's a brand. Always be branding. <laughs> not that, not that kind of not that kind of brand girl. No, it, it's it's a it is a name you are given when you do certain things. I, I know this is I, no 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 no. It's totally fine. I egg on my face. That would be another way we could distinguish this cherish from the other cherishes yes. by putting an Thank egg. Thank you, girl. Thank yeah. you. Hey, I'm just trying to lighten the mood. <laughs> yes. Everything's yes. very you. serious all the time <laughs> around here. Anyway, I'm sorry for bringing it up. It's I you didn't know. Totally misunderstood. You wouldn't have known, I guess, if you spent any time trying to. Get into society of Ferrium's here. You probably and we, you'd all probably end up as an Arkantol as well. Hmm. It's a it's a planar thing. It sounds really complicated. It's less complicated than it should be, perhaps. Hmm. A broad brush. It's about using magics that. Elves don't exactly find amenable. Yeah, I think we're familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I yep. think maybe. Yep. Mm. Right. Hey, I nudged yep. Sid. Hey, I may, have, I may have just saved your aunt from being an Arkansas, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um... Ask me later. Yeah. 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 Or never. If you we don't should, want to talk about uh, it ever again, that's also great. If more people knew that that's what it was, I think the opinion of the old mage might be very different in this valley. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, um, what do we want to do about tomorrow? Should... Today. Later today. 6 a.m. Get a little bit of sleep. Get some rest. Yes. Do we want to separate ourselves from the rest of the group, or do we want to... Well, not while we're asleep. I think no, we should... Well, obviously not while yeah. we're asleep, but um, in the morning. Like when at 6. Yeah. I am afraid that if we're wrong and we don't really have a ton of evidence that we might just be leaving the caravan vulnerable. But if we're we're endangering Camion will say Everyone knows about it, so maybe we should ask them. <laughs> 
that's true. I, what have we done to defend? This is going to sound awful. No, but I've thought it too. What did we accomplish being here when those things attacked? Um, I smacked one really hard and it kind of shrugged it off. So, yeah. not a lot. So, um, nothing. <laughs> hey, I tried hard, okay? I tried hard and I that is important to me. So, I it matters a little bit. Just like a little bit. Thank you. Judah will look a little cross, but say, maybe we should leave. All right, then let's do that. Now, when we, say, when we say leave, like full on leave or just distance ourselves a bit? Get farther before, from the caravan before they... Just before six, we'll position okay. ourselves ahead on the road. And we'll see what happens. Okay. But yes, in the meantime, we should get some rest. Okay. Is that what you all do? Yeah. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yes, Grawl? I want to know what the runes do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Sounds, Gotta go find out. That sounds like a, a question you should be asking somebody. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to find out what the wonderful RGB on my sword does. Mm -hmm. So, how do you want to do like that? To, uh, I would like to. Uh... Hmm. Can I turn the sort into a scroll out here? You've never tried. Can I try? Before I attempt to go to bed? <laughs> sure. Okay. And you produce that black vellum scroll. Cool. Um, I would like to see if I can communicate with Mott via that rather than go to the archive. What do you write? Uh... Uh... What are the new runes? You up? Hey, new runes, who dis? <laughs> the ink that you place on this black vellum swirls and shifts slowly, becoming a harsh green against black. And eventually it will simply say knowledge. Okay, it's knowledge. Cool. Catch knowledge. Knowing is half the battle. Excellent. Cool. Knowledge. Uh, uh I guess I'll write like battle applications question mark. <laughs> <laughs> And the ink will I'm, I'm texting right now with an eldritch. <laughs> yeah, you creeper. are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do emojis? I mean, you just gotta draw them. 
I guess I guess that's true. Yeah. Just winky face. <laughs> the let's see, I'm checking something real quick. Sorry. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, you asked battle applications? Question mark. The ink swirls, mm. shimmers into green again, and it says overcome. Okay, I'm circling that one because don't know what it means. Okay, cool, Mott. Cool, cool, dude. Cool, neat. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, yep. And I'll write thanks. But THX. And the letters you write twist and swirl until eventually they just say limited. Limited. Okay. Gotcha. You can only say so much. Got it. Or the runes are limited. Who knows? We'll never know until we do know. It's true. So, staying up, going to sleep. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go to sleep. Everyone else is going to sleep, right? Seems that way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'll go to sleep. Okay. You unfortunately do not get the benefits of a long rest this evening. You're up too long. You can spend hit dice if you need to. I don't think anyone. Down any hit points though? No. No. Because uh, we already took a short rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before dawn, you are shaken awake by Camion, who is easily the most rested out of all of you because elf trances, yo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's cheating. <laughs> it is cheating. Um, <laughs> I've long said so. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just always play elves? Damn it. It's not fun. No. <laughs> I usually do in some form or another. But leastways, you are all brought to consciousness as the rest of the caravans are beginning to be organized into their mar- forced march of this day. Hopefully, your last full day of travel. And as things begin to roll, Camion will look to you all and nod and Judah will come up and as six is approaching, you all need to really hustle to get out in yeah. front of the caravan. Yep. So would it would it be a better idea to just let them go ahead of us and then try to catch up after? I mean, if we want to go out ahead of them in between those every like Bless you. Curse nature. It is an evil thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sneezing. Um, yeah, if, if we want to head off any other sort of monstrosities, we should be out in front anyways. 
case of further demon incursion. Yeah. We want them to be up in front of all of us getting destroyed and then have us have to catch up. Better us than them, right? It'll also be easier for us to meet up with them uh, if we're out ahead of them. Yep. It's true. Okay. So, uh, thankfully, one of you has a celestial reindeer that you can ride to get up ahead. Uh, Sid can it's run like real quick. It's like micro-napping. Yeah, I, I can Naruto run pretty fast. So. <laughs> and uh, Judah does the same thing right next to you. Nice. And, uh, I mean, I shouldn't be in melee with giant tentacles anyway, so I'll just I'll bring up the back. Yeah, Camion runs at about the same speed, and so does Grawl. Um... Why are you all so fast? It's ridiculous. <laughs> no need to go that fast. <laughs> sure. Um, so, yeah. Actually, Camion would be able to help speed everybody up. Uh, they can cast Longstrider. Sweet. Which I believe if they cast at third level, they can target three creatures. So, yeah. Perfect. Nice. Um, so yeah, they do that. Um, and you all have increased movement speed by 10 feet uh, for an hour. So hopefully. Oh, yeah, so all of your movement speed is now 40 feet. Nice. Well, I mean, I I, by everyone, I mean favorite. Cherish and Grawl. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Don't I always say that Camion is my favorite? Cherish, I always say that. Uh, what? Cherish, I always say that Camion is my favorite, right? I, I mean, you thought, said it now. I yeah, thought for the first time it. ever. I no, kind of thought you no, forgot who Camion was. Who? <laughs> <laughs> ah, forget about it. It's fine. Girl's taken off. <laughs> look, look up. Okay. <laughs> Awkward situation. He didn't want to deal with it anymore. Later. Mm-hmm. So, as you are charging off, the time is ticking closer and closer. The rest of the caravan is trundling up behind you. And as you were leaving, you were definitely seeing the rumor mill start to churn about why the six of you are taking off. And uh, anyone who wants to can read the room and give me an insight check to kind of see what the, the general caravan thought on y'all doing this is. Yeah, that's good. I don't care. I'm, more, I'm already gone. Later. <laughs> it's gonna be two. another twenty-three. Mm. Nice twenty-two for me. Mm. And a solid thirty twenty for me. Dang! Wow! Whew. Crazy good insight. Um, yeah, the three of you definitely get the idea that there is a sense of. The heroes are going to go do hero stuff and thank the gods and the old mage that they're along with us for all of this or else we'd all be screwed. Oh, thank God, because I was a little worried they were going to be like, oh, uh, why the fuck are they leaving us? No, like the, I... the block of people that saw your conversation with the old mage are quickly spreading the word about what happened last night. And like, you wouldn't like the old mage showed up and she was all like, 
these heroes are going to fucking kick ass and save the day. And this is all going to be over. We're going to be home by the fucking maker festival. This is going to be great. Is this the, like the weird, like telephone, like distortion though, over time It's just like, yeah, they, you get a lot of information that was actually talked about the first time. And then it slowly deteriorates into God. They have this awesome plan to go in and just like destroy everyone. They've got a secret weapon that they haven't told anyone about. <laughs> it's going to steamroll all of them. I'm sure that's happening a little the bit. old mage knighted them <laughs> seven times each. <laughs> I was Crazy. I was kind of worried it was going to be a oh the only reason that we're getting attacked like more and by those tentacle things is because they're because here. of us yeah now the the general implication so definitely seems to be that no this would have happened anyway and thank uh, thank the gods we have these people here to deal with it oh good well that's <laughs> good it's the okay. right way of thinking about it well the old mage knows how to turn uh, a crowd hey we'll see. <laughs> Is that one of her spells? Turn crowd? <laughs> Turn crowd. <laughs> she has she has some levels in Bard. She has, she's actually level 25. It's crazy. She figured it out. Correct code. Mm -hmm. I mean, kind of. Depends on what you think about modify memory. Um, <laughs> I I'm just joking. think very lowly of it. I don't think very highly of it. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, yeah, if the, if they all suddenly believe that they were in a, uh, a a really good speech, then it's just as good as a real speech, right? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, really. Pretty much. Just one requires a saving throw. You know? <laughs> so, you all charge off, moving with a quickness. As you get on down the road, the minutes are ticking by... <laughs> way quicker than you're expecting and as you're getting farther and farther away you can't help but feel like no matter how far you get it, it can't be far enough away considering what these things were capable of but as you're trekking down the road you notice some pools of water to either side that have collected just like everywhere else the caravan is not in any particularly drier scenario where they are but you're in as good a spot as any and as the minute hand is ticking closer and closer to the sixth hour of the day, you brace yourselves for what is coming. I don't know if you have any last minute preparations you want to do at 5.59. Uh, splitting. Can we get rid of the water? Get rid of the what? Can we get rid of the water? Just like make the water go away? I mean, there are oh, spells to do that. I thought you said the watch. I was like, what the f Fuck the watch. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck it. Get rid of it. Fuck it, watch. Into the swamp. Time yeah. is a concept. Uh, yeah. <laughs> tell me what's going uh, uh, Yeah, uh, I mean, I was thinking I was thinking about maybe trying something like that in terms of getting rid of the water, but I don't think I have powerful enough fire gotcha. spells. I don't think. Um, how is everyone arranged? Like, are we? Uh, uh, yeah, That's for the, another for the group. Yeah. Like, are we trying to trying to spread out, or are we trying to be close together so we can like party I'm formation? Think I'm thinking close together, uh, some sort of battle phalanx. Um, we I can have agree. Just yeah, why I asked. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm thinking the the squishier uh, members in the middle. <laughs> so me. <laughs> yes. Specifically charge. Um, okay. And uh, the the Mike remind me the storm echo that does, that costs five of my. Uh, Soulbound charges. Soulbound charges. Okay, um, so I still have five. So I'm going to um, split those just in preparation, so I don't have to do it in battle. Okay, which brings you to zero. Yep. Okay. I'm just thinking. I'm just uh, thinking think, about the giant tentacle coming think... down and smashing once, hitting all of us. Uh, I think sword and shield out. Okay. Um, I think Tirza for the last five minutes have, has been like muttering scripture under her breath, just like, yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. <laughs> like, fuck. Right. Um, yeah. Hmm. Can you prepare a bonus action? Do you want to prepare an action? You absolutely can. Well, I mean, it's specifically like I would like to hex whatever comes out of the water. Yeah, it's a bonus action. Yeah, cool. it's still preparing an action. The action just okay, happens I'm, to be bonus. Be bonus. Okay, I just want to make sure it's not going to interfere with anything else. Mm -hmm. Anybody else? Oh, okay. I didn't. I wasn't a hundred. Yes, I wasn't a hundred percent certain we could ready actions outside combat, but I would like to uh, ready myself to channel divinity. As soon as these thingies appear. Mm -hmm. Okay. Storm strike, I'm assuming. Uh, no. Uh, turn the unclean. Okay. Actually. Can I okay. take the... Oh, right. Uh, um, can, I, can I take the dodge action? Yeah, sure. Cool. I would also like to prepare the dodge action. Okay. Yeah. As you are all feeling that secondhand tick by, even if you can't necessarily hear it the way that Sid and Camion can with their pocket watches so near. I, I threw that shit in the water. No. <laughs> Wait, where, what happened to my watch? <laughs> <laughs> You are ready for when the clock strikes six. And there is that momentary sensation of tugging just behind your navel as something is lurching to the southwest. There's a pulse, a ripple. And there is a momentary instance in which you are glancing in all directions for the inevitable to come. These tentaculars, horrors coming up from shallow water. Some of you facing in the correct direction can even see the caravan in the distance coming up and you watch with sick anticipation for being wrong, for having those self-same tentacles bursting up where you're not to wreak havoc. 
but that moment doesn't come. There's that lurching sensation, there's that pull, there's that pulse, but no explosion of violence out of shallow water. What there is, is a ripple across the sky. The oil-slick surface of that weird nightmare space that's been hovering above you shimmers like a stone dropped in a still pool. It courses and flows, going out in a wave and then withdrawing, as though time itself is reversed as that wave recedes back in on itself. And there is a mountainous, shrieking roar that echoes across the Tempest Rest Valley. Something beyond the storm wall bucks and roils. And those of you who are facing north see something rise up beyond the Stormwall Mountains. A monstrous coil twist and writhe. A huge jag of rainbow lightning scores out, crashing into the mountainside, sending huge swaths of stone exploding outwards. It's miles away, but it's like seeing the mountain itself erupt. But something is causing it. And the plume of debris that rises from the northwest can be seen throughout the valley. You just happen to be close enough to see what caused it. It is out in the drylands where something has broken a large chunk of mountain in resistance to whatever it is that just happened. By no means is the mountain destroyed. The storm wall still stands. The outer storm still hangs in its perpetual turmoil just beyond the peaks of those mountains. But something bucked and fought against whatever just happened. Do we know of anything in that specific direction? Give me a history roll. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't either. Four. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the mountains over there. Ah. God, I love like, that mountain. Where Pyroscale lives? Yeah, something like that. Or is it closer to where we to Farium's ear? No, it's in the northwest, so it would be in okay. the drylands. No, northwest. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I mean, vaguely towards the bulwark of bone, but that's because that's northwest of where you are. Right. Okay. Uh -huh. Like, could be farther Ooh, north than the bulwark. Could be farther south. There's a lot of things in that direction. Mm -hmm. I I got a fourteen. Do I know? 
Did they blow up my old house? I mean, it. it no. Yeah, somewhere it's in the like somewhere in the my house is. <laughs> exactly how far it is? It's really tough to tell because you're so far away. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's well over a hundred miles away, but that's just how big the storm wall is. Is that like from your perspective, you can see that? Okay. That bodes well. Not quite what we were expecting. Is it better or worse? I don't know. Uh, tough to say. But at least our caravan, our, the caravan's okay. Judah will say. That was... Was that the same... The thing that... When the Terrasque went over the mountains? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably? Didn't get a good look at it. Yeah, I mean it... And what you all saw just now was some large, mountainous coil. I mean, it looked like scales. Yeah. And it, if you were a betting person, big old snake would probably which, be near the top of that list. Uh huh. <laughs> which I am. Thank you, Tirza. <laughs> so yeah, Tirza, I don't know what your reaction is to seeing that. I mean. Uh... Like, I yeah, I think under her breath, she just, she mutters, um, he who encircles the world, uh, um, but yeah, I, fuck, that's my reaction to that. Mm. God, that's bad news bears. Wow, Tirza. Wow, language. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Did the the pulsing still felt like it was coming from the directly south, correct? To the southeast, yeah, towards Amberville. No, that's yeah. The the pulling sensation you felt in your gut felt like it was coming from there, but and the ripple in the sky looked like it was coming from there as well. But the the reaction that occurred was elsewhere. Hmm. Was this because the old mage split her attention? Camion would say. Or perhaps it's because she tightened her attention. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is she does, as far as I know, it requires all of her focus, the ritual she performs. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't... I'm not versed enough in magic to know the ins and outs of it that she would be able to change 
how it works. I don't know. And she like doesn't know about the bi- that big snake. Your guess is as good as mine. She's never mentioned a big snake before. Yeah, it'd be something you'd, it'd be hard to forget about. Right. I mean, the big snake is common knowledge. You guys. Uh, now it Everyone is. Everyone who lived where I grew up knew about the big snake. Yes, cheers. <laughs> we know that you knew about the big snake. <laughs> yeah, but I was the first one to see it, so, you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, that's true. You had an idea <laughs> of the snake, okay? <laughs> There was a there was a hypothetical big snake. Yeah. <laughs> a metaphorical big snake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. And after that, the minute hand ticks on. You still have the caravan at your back. The the road lays open before you. What do you do? Go to sleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Tears of collapses in the rug. Just leave her there. She'll be fine. She's like, I need to take a nap. The cops can go over her. She's got high AC. She'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, just put put her shield Get over her. Put her shield out like and put it on her back like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> These are bad friends. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we wait yeah, for I mean, the I think caravan. We just meet up with the caravan. Yeah. Okay. Tell them the coast is clear. Yeah, and they take that in stride and keep pushing at this grueling, grueling pace. Um, as you keep moving, and everyone is sort of like wearily pushing forward, it becomes more of a trudge as the day goes on. You're still moving at a stupid pace, considering how tired everybody is, but it beats the alternative of waiting around. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you want to accomplish on today's march? Conversations that need to happen. Can I read and walk at the same time? <laughs> Make oh, a okay. constitution check. Okay. Okay. Her- That's off the table. Really oh, do you want to ride my my reindeer and read? <laughs> A book. <laughs> That's a nineteen plus whatever my constitution is. It's your constitution uh, modifier. Plus two. There it is. Twenty one. Crawl can walk and read at the same time. Yeah, baby. Ooh, good for you. How long is this march? How long is this march? All I day, mean, you say? You're all marching day? all day. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh best oh, thing that's happened to you all day. <laughs> Do it. That's a, that's a unique skill that Grawl possesses, and you didn't even know you possessed it. Yeah. I hope those aren't what the ruins are for. <laughs> You're that guy who's walking on the sidewalk with a paperback in front of him. And dodging everyone like a Like wizard. a champ. Yeah. <laughs> Magic. Uh, yeah. I mean, assuming nothing interrupts your day's march, you'll get a solid 10 hours of reading in. Oh god, that's good. That's good. That's tasty. Yeah. I mean, that is until we get to about two p.m. Right. All right. Okay. 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 Same. Same verse. Same as the first. Is that what you want to do? 
Yeah. I think yep. so. Just in case. Okay. Just in case. Yeah. As you are doing this and bolting out in front of the the caravan yet again, I need everyone to give me perception checks. Perception. Oh, yes. Nice. 22. Mm. 10 plus 10, 20. 7. 11. Sid That's and Brawl, you would notice that there's a dark red blotch on the horizon to the southwest of you. You're, you can't quite make out what it is. There's a, like some black edges to it. But it's just a weird discoloration on the horizon. But coming from that direction, there is a figure in the sky that is flying towards you. And as you are making your way out in front of the caravan, you can see this black and gold-trimmed armor porcelain white skinned black feathered winged creature Shit. circling high above you in the air favorite so like having fought the angel the one time pretty similar looking this no. isn't an angel I'm, I'm, the the thing that you fought could barely be constituted as an angel. It was okay, what was well, left of an angel after Maglubia had had their way with it. Right, okay, I'm just checking. This thing is a creature of terrible, pristine beauty. Like a, <laughs> a like a like a wax figure, but decked out in plate mail. Does anybody know if that's uh, which side of the blood war that thing's on? Camion uh, would say it's. F I was gonna say friendly, but I don't know if that's right. Did the the book I got about the the nine hells for dummies? Did that have like a? Uh, I know it's not what it was called, but um, did that have like a it's breakdown of Virgil's Infernal Primer? Virgil's <laughs> Infernal Primer. Um, did that have like a, <laughs> a breakdown on different types of devils or uh, some of the basics uh, you would know that there are a type of devil called Irenes yeah and like, I mean the, it is it's yeah yeah the vague description you'd probably be able to match it up I mean it's yeah it's an Irenes it's it's a devil not a demon so yeah that's something they're very pretty. Camion will say they're very dangerous. I wonder what it wants. And it just seems to be hovering a little over a hundred feet above you. Uh, as we move, does it move with us? It is catching up with you at around 2 p.m. So as you are priming yourself for this next possible encounter, this thing has appeared, and it seems to be observing. All right. Okay. 
Is there anything you would like to do prior to just before 2 p.m.? Anything you want to prepare? I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah, dodge action. Dodge action, yeah. In a favorite uh, position. Yeah, prep the uh, uh, Hexblade's curse. Okay. Yeah, Judah prepares twin glowing fists. Camion brings out their longbow. As you sit and stand prepared as the minute hand ticks closer and closer to two, ticks over, and you all feel the lurch. It's stronger now. You almost are pulled off balance when it happens. It's as though something is physically grabbing the center of you and pulling with an invisible line and a hook attached somewhere in the midst of your belly. Oof. But even as you feel this horrible tugging, grit your teeth, you plant your feet, and then nothing happens. For a beat. And then there is a shrieking, rattling cry that fills the valley. That low rumble, followed by an ear-splitting, monstrous wail. There's no dramatic show of explosive lightning this time, but the sound is unmistakable. Something in rage, in pain, you don't know what. But it is shrieking to the high heavens at what is being done to it. And then it passes. Hmm. Maybe she should stop doing whatever oh. she's doing. Yeah, I... I think this might be worse. Somehow. Camion will grit their jaw and say, you're not going to like what I'm about to say, but I trust the old mage knows what she's doing. You're right, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Leastways, it, it could be a conversation. One of many that we have with the old mage after all this is done. Judah will say, perhaps she knows what the alternative might be. Or else why subject the Continue. valley to this? Okay. Yes. That, that does make sense. I'm just concerned that we're going to be making bigger problems for ourselves in the future. But I suppose it can't be helped. Judah will glance between Tirza and 
Cherish and then say, Perhaps we just must trust that even if someone is making mistakes, oh boy, they're trying to do what is best. I get another little thing there, okay. Okay, Dad. (laughs) Nailed it. Look, the giant laser in the tower doesn't play it subtle. No. (laughs) He is certainly not a subtle character. (laughs) No. (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to the terror. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. let's go. Yep. Really? I mean, we've got time now. <laughs> sure. So you don't want to talk uh, about anything? The... <clears throat> the what? The Aranyes. Did it follow us, or did it stay... Is it just kind of in the general vicinity? As soon as the hour it... mark passed, oh, it flew course. back to the southwest. It vacated the area. Is there any way to tell if it was looking at us specifically? It's, it's pretty high off, up. Awfully weird if it just like circled the area where you sort of were, and like, yeah, there was something else really interesting happening just over there. Well, I just mean like us, us as us as opposed to the caravan. Yeah, that is a little bit more difficult to say, but yeah, that's fair. I mean, but we are the protagonists, so. <laughs> uh. To yourself, yeah. the humble one. I mean, one. I think we just <laughs> got that plot armor. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think we do at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So, <sighs> what do you do? Head back to the caravan? Yep. Yeah. All right. It's one of those things where we have to head back, or can we just wait for them to catch you up? Could, you could just wait for them yeah, to catch up. Say, yeah, that's, wait yeah. that's what I up. figured we would yeah. do. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, as the day continues, anything else you would want to accomplish? Girls just reading and walking? Are there people in the caravans, like the, the actual like carts, or is everybody on foot? Most everybody is on foot. There are a couple of okay. drivers. Like Each cart has a driver who is controlling the aurochs that is pulling the cart. And there are some porters who stick near the carts, sometimes getting the, off their feet by planting their butts on the back lip of the cart. But for the most part, no, everybody's walking. Okay. Except I was gonna see if someone. Tears could... up. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna see if someone could cut my hair, but I can just do that later tonight. I'll do it. I can turn it You're into reading. scissors. Wow. Okay. <laughs> He's saying this with a butt looking straight down at the book. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'll throw the sword into no, scissors. It'd be real easy. I, I just need it as a great sword too. I can do that. Be badass. <laughs> I think Cherish needs a little bit more precision, girl. I will cut your hair. (laughs) (laughs) I have no experience in cutting hair, but that's fine. I mean, Um, I don't either, but... Stormpiercer says, how hard could it be? 
Does he cut? I feel like he's more of a piercing. Oh, I didn't mean for me. Sid could clearly use a dagger of some kind. I would not be offended. I have a few. Guys, I have scissors. (laughs) Apparently we're not good enough. We're not good enough. No, I do need help. It's just you guys are so fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) You over here crying into my book. It's fine. (laughs) As the day continues on, the sky is becoming more and more that dark oil slick above you. The last vestiges of normality being left behind. You all begin to notice the weird discoloration on the horizon that Sid and Grawl noticed earlier as the day presses towards evening. As the stormlights, when they would normally play, and again, you're beginning to lose track of like when is day and when is night in this place, because the sun, it stops losing meaning once you lose the actual sky sky. And from horizon to horizon now, all you can see is that weird purplish-black slickness, that sheen. So the only reason you know it's getting later is because of certain people with pocket watches. Mm -hmm. As that is happening, you see that red discoloration on the horizon, and you begin... You're pretty sure you're seeing the back sides of fortifications. Huge black towers that jut up on the horizon. South of you, you think you see a storm hovering just below the oil slick of the sky. These large, dark clouds that bubble and roil. Occasionally a white jag of lightning bolt out of that storm. No accompanying thunder comes with it, though. You definitely hear whispers of Jarashir. Some of the people within the caravan call it Cult Town. As you press on, the evening, as it is, is less of an evening and more of just a general agreement to stop. The light doesn't change. As people begin setting up for camp, a little warily, a couple of glances casting towards all of you, whether or not you're going to be doing the same thing at 10 people are unsure. A couple of people are beginning to notice the pattern, the eight hour intervals, Mm -hmm. the distance is consumed by a blossom of fire. The rolling sounds that you'd heard before, the boom, 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 is now a and it's concussive. You can feel it. You have to 
kind of unclench your jaw, or else it starts to grit involuntarily. It's this high-pitched whine that follows your senses even after the, the salvo ends. This little sting of tinnitus that rings in the back of your mind. You see a couple members of the Edge Masons and more than a few Barkwatch gritting their teeth and kind of involuntarily their faces twitching as the sound rolls over them. What do you do as 10 p.m. approaches? Uh, I'll cast light on Tears' shield so that we so that she has some illumination. Again, it's not dark out. Well, it's it's bright out. Yeah. yeah. It's not oh. it's not bright, it's just that because the sky hasn't changed. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Totally duh. lost the sun and moon and stars. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we do we just in case still prepare or I think so. It seems like Okay. So you want to distance yeah. yourself from the caravan yet again? Yeah. Okay. You do so once more, getting a little bit of ways. Camion glances back towards the caravan and then glances to the southwest as you're making the slow jog away, they will say. We're close now. I wouldn't be surprised if we were met with scouting parties from either the other Guardian Guilds or some of our allies. Just be aware of that in the night. People coming upon our camp aren't necessarily foes. Right. Okay. Judah will be glancing in that direction and turn towards Camion and ask, How... How bad is it down there? Worse than... Worse than what we saw in the trials? Camion will remain silent for a long time the nod. Not necessarily saying anything, but just nodding that yes, it's worse. Ten PM approaches. Same as last time. Prepare actions. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. The clock ticks over, and there is an enormity of a pull. To the point where Judah is pulled several inches, their hooves dragging across 
the moist earth of the road. The rest of you feel this pull. Some of you are moved a couple of inches. It's like the whole earth is tilting sideways, tipping you towards this point. The sudden and terrible sensation of drowning hits you all as this occurs. Just the immediate sensation of being deep, deep, deep underwater suddenly. It fades just as soon as it comes, but it hits you with a sudden, terrifying panic for everyone except for Grawl. For Grawl, it feels like a sudden return to some safe place that you've never been to before. That can't be good. As the sensation fades, there is no accompanying cry of something huge and terrible out in the storm. There's just the low roll of hellish artillery in the distance every once in a while, punctuated with the shriek of some flying creature. Camion will say, Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know anymore. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we're all just here to punch things. <laughs> Judah will say, Perhaps the old mage finally figured out the balance for whatever it is she needed to do. Maybe it's not something she can keep doing forever. But if that were the case, then wouldn't there be tentacles? Unless whatever the tentacles are figured out something else. Oh. Yep. Yeah, that's a happy thought. <laughs> Thank you for that crawl. I, I... Always bringing up the mood. Yeah, I try. I try to bring some levity to the situation, but that, yeah, on, on, on. I mean, on that note, I mean, usually I you do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Mark on that one. Jeez, on my A game today. Did stop reading so much. As a halt is called with the caravan, Camion would definitely present the option that if the six of you just kept moving, you could get to the the front well ahead of the caravan. Will we leave them vulnerable? Is it true? Not from tentacles, obviously, but just from regular... There's other things. Baddies. That... It's true. 
but that is why they have a battalion of Edge Masons, Bark Watch, and Haven Guard with them as well. That's true. I mean, optics-wise, it's probably better that we stay, but that's just me. Just an option. Yeah. Though, again, Camion's not necessarily feeling the lack of sleep like the rest of you would be. Yeah. Because how far of a walk would it be to the to the garrison? If you press on, it'll be about three hours. So that will be that will be three hours through probably fairly dangerous territory, and we're all pretty exhausted. It's true. So you bed down then. That's my vote. Are we mechanically exhausted? Not yet. Okay. By the end of this night, though, yes, you would be. Uh, because this is yet another night where you're not necessarily getting your solid eight hours of rest. There's too much tension in the air. There's those weird gap spaces at... 10 and 6 where you have to ready yourselves and get yourselves away from the the caravan and you're all suddenly becoming pretty acutely aware of maybe not the total ins and outs of it but if this is the kind of life the old mage leads every 8 hours she has to bring herself away from whatever she's doing to lay her magical might bare to accomplish some great ritual every single day, three times a day, every eight hours. And that's been her life. Time. For... Yeah. It's a good thing she's an elf. <laughs> Nobody else would be able to do it. <laughs> you're getting a... You're, this little chunk of the journey is giving you a, a small bit of appreciation for that lifestyle. The, the tired smile she always gives you makes a bit more sense now. You get rest, what rest you can. You don't wake up to a morning. It's a little disorienting. Mm -hmm. You wake up to almost an exact same landscape coloration that you did when you fell asleep. If not for the ticking of the second hand on Sid's pocket watch, you wouldn't know that any time had passed. Which is its own sort of evil in this place. Pressing forward in the morning. Do you distance yourselves from the caravan at six yet again? <sighs> yeah. My one hesitation about this is something has been following us. I mean, it would be a good, like, oh, every eight hours they leave the caravan. I don't know. Maybe that's just me overthinking it. It's a good Maybe point. This time we should split. 
keep a couple people at the caravan? Or just stay with the caravan. Whatever yeah. the old mage is doing seems to be working. And we are in a place where there's a lot more than just tentacles. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be really shitty, though, if this is the one time it doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, I know, you know. I know. And, and also, this is with the implication that they're, you know, coming up with a strategy, which apparently demons don't really do. I, I don't know. I, I just thought it needed to be voiced. No. It is a valid Stay. point. So are you staying with the caravan or distancing yourself? I say we stay for science, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Staying with the caravan, there is a trepidation that accompanies the members of the Guardian Guilds and the the porters who are near <laughs> you when you stay close to the caravan when the appointed hour rolls around. There's definitely some nervous looks of just like, but I thought you all didn't, but do you need to, because if you don't, doesn't that mean, okay. I'm just making them real nervous. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Just keeping them on the toes. We're doing our best, you guys. <laughs> As you're remaining close to the caravan, there are Opportunities to brace yourself when six rolls around, which is good, because if you didn't, you feel as though you might have been thrown off your feet. The pulse is strong. It's an inevitable pulling, a falling, as though you're being tilted down to some deep, dark well of water. Fathomless and cold. It passes just as soon as it comes, but what demarks this one as different is there is a howl that comes up in the distance, and you can hear it as it thunders across from some distant place. A Stomping a roar, a, a charge of some kind. You hear trumpets in the distance. Uh, some kind of shout goes up. More blaring noise, followed by rumbling, clattering. More of the thunderous explosions happening. Red blooms off to the southwest. You think a battle, a proper battle, has been joined somewhere in the distance. Can't see it. There's stuff in the way. But the sounds are all too clear. If your ears weren't mistaken, Cherish, you would think you hear bellowing in Infernal. Perhaps a unified shout of Blood War. Blood War. Blood War. Blood war. Blood war. See, even Tears is doing it. 
They're, they're, they've got their branding on point, really. <laughs> Overcome by some gooey presence. The storm cloud you see or that you saw yesterday roiling in the south hasn't moved at all. It hangs like a strange ornament dangling from string no one can see. I wonder, the the rumors is that that is a Jarashir of Jarashir making. Does it look like that? Or does it look like it's something else and they're just misinterpreting it. Tears I don't know how I would know yeah, necessarily. I would know that like there are rituals among the Jarish here for controlling the weather, but I mean there's there's nothing I in do the, some of them. Yeah. There there's nothing in the histories about the Jarish here going to war per se. So something like this, something like weather artillery isn't necessarily yeah. something you'd be familiar with. Do they have an R&D department? They don't, in fact. Yeah, they're pretty oh, set yeah. in their ways, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not so much with the development. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had a research and development department, and then they made him walk into the outer storm. <laughs> Well, see, he wasn't officially. <laughs> they, official. they found out about yeah. the research and development department and made it walk into the storm. <laughs> yeah, the the R and D department, the Rashad in Dahaka department. <laughs> Straight into that nice. Dahaka. Got him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oof. Oh boy. As you begin, bone, but that might be too soon. The day's march. There is a flurry of activity as you begin growing closer and closer. In the next couple of hours, you see the the sights of the infernal fortifications and the Jarshir war camp resolving in front of you. To the right of the road ahead of you is a massive swath of crimson earth that stretches northward towards the foothills that separate the drylands from the rest of the valley here. There is a glowing red breach in the earth that seems to have cracked up out of those hills. And that luminescence Reminds you of nothing short of the cracks in the flesh of the humanoid form of Pyrescale. Black iron towers and walls jut up out of the earth in that place, seemingly having torn themselves up out of the ground itself. Large barracks of the same black material seems to have just grown up out of those fortifications. Near the rear of that camp, you see a massive statue rising up 50, 70 feet into the air of an angel of terrible beauty and enormous countenance raising a hand into the air with a gleaming sword that is of the statue on fire 
Her other hand is a clearly cut stump that she holds in front of her as though in like an accusational gesture. In front of that statue of an angel is a deep, whelming black pit. And occasionally you will see figures crawling up out of that pit to join the ranks of fiendish infantry which man these fortifications. You see huge, enormous war engines toiling forward, churning up this crimson, dusty place that is devoid of the moisture you've seen everywhere else. Occasionally the wind will shift and you'll get a blast of hot, furnace-like air drifting across the road. And the voices of those devils chanting, singing, maybe? Seemingly having just the time of their lives here. Just another day in the Blood War. Blood War. War. In the midst of the road, just ahead of you, you see more loosely organized tents, campsites, larger campaign tents set up here and there, mostly divided between the different factions of the Guardian Guilds, but in clearly defined spaces for each. The Edge Masons bivouac towards the front. Closer to them is the Lock Wardens. Then behind you see the formations of Bark Watch, and here and there you see little outposts made for the Haven Guard. To the left of the road, you see construction of a cruder sort. It is built from hewn trees and rough cut stone, what appears to be a Massive tower has been constructed here, sunk into the boggy land so that it stands resolute. Sunk how deep, you don't know, but it has been constructed in such a way that it stands as if in defiance to the infernal fortifications that rest across the road, perhaps less than a mile away. Banners that show a... Somewhat familiar, three entwined snake sigil that is somewhat reminiscent of a three-clawed brand uh, that you become familiar with. Though it's different enough and more ornate that you can clearly see how the, the bastardization that the cult of Dahaka has deviated from this more regal... Uh, embossment that the Jarashir use. And there you see members of the Jarashir dressed in their dusty brown robes, tinged with green and purple, and occasionally the storm cloud, which you now see is resting directly over that tower, the center of the cloud, is near the top of that. And you can see that there are figures at the top of that tower, supplicating, arms outstretched, and Tethers of lightning coming down out of that cloud, bound to the top of that tower. 
You see long houses built of the same rough-cut wood and stone built near and around that tower, and campfires lit everywhere. At first, you're almost taken aback by the sight of those campfires, because in a lot of ways they remind you of the fires you saw lit around the realm scar near Blue Gulch. They, they lack the crimson flame that you'd seen there, but at least in their basic construction and orientation, like, it's that's clearly where Jeremiah Payne learned to set up this sort of warding fires, is whatever it is the Jarashir are doing here. Because around their campsite, there's also a lack of moisture, a lack of peaty bog territory. There is firm, solid, healthy earth resting beneath their feet. As you approach the caravan stretching out behind you, you can hear the rumble of hellfire engines in the distance. Occasionally you'll see those two-wheeled devil rides zipping past towards different locations in the devil camp. The shrieking cries of devils consume the air around you, but in almost in opposition you hear the chanting song of the Jarashir to the south. And straddling in between is the Guardian Guilds. You see all manner of devils moving about the fortifications. You see a very similar looking Jarashir moving about their camp. And all manner of Guardian Guild member in between. As you approach, there's a roar in the near distance, undercut by the the low sound of wailing screams that accompany their engines. You see a devil ride splitting off from the infernal fortifications and coming directly towards you. Pretty soon, you can make out the form of valor atop this engine of infernal make. You see his charcoal skin, his crimson eyes, his little classic horns coming out of his brow, his long sinuous tail that ends in a, a slight barb at the end. At a holster near the front of his devil ride, you see a long spear that is trailing flame. At his back is his shield, which you know is his forge-bound item. He is wearing black armor that is accented with crimson bolts that seems to be of infernal make. Maybe a little too spiky to be realistically useful, but nevertheless he wears it well. The casual smirk that you're so used to seeing on his face is marred somewhat into a scowl. You can see that there is a long series of puckered red-white scars that goes from just beneath his left eye all the way back across his cheek and down towards his neck. His... 
his raven black hairs swept backwards away from his horns to make them a bit more prominent, whereas before he kind of wore his hair more up so that his horns weren't quite as obvious, but now he seems to have them worn forward. We don't know if it's just the setting or the way he's wearing it, but are the horns bigger than they were four months ago? Slightly more I mean... cruel and tipped? Tough to say for sure. More badass looking? Yes, 100%. Super cool now, yes. Yeah. I... Um... Style points. Style points. I mean, it's certainly quite the entrance. But his devil ride will pull up to the side of the road. It will let out a gasping scream as it falls quiet. He'll pull the flaming spear out of its holster on the side of this mechanical monstrosity and land on the road uh, and the slight grimace he wore will turn into a smile as he sees you all. And he'll say, Welcome. Welcome to the war, I guess. In a while. You can't see that. Nope. Glad to see you're okay. Yeah. Sid. And he'll walk up to you and proffer a hand to grasp. Yeah. I extend a hand. And he'll grasp your forearm. The nod of appreciation as he grips your arm. He says, thank you for coming. Hopefully we're not too late. Tough to say, but I... thank you. And he'll move to you, Tirza, and exchange grips with you as well. Gladly. Uh, so, I'm so glad you're all right. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm sure we could use the help um, brokering the peace between uh. our people. Uh. Hug it out. Hug it out. Yes. I'll, I'll do what I can. That's all I ask. Grawl, good to see you as well. You too. Still dragging around that big clunker of a sword, are you? I mean, I can make it whatever I want, but yeah. Really? Yeah, it doesn't have to be a sword. Check it out. Boom. What? You just said boom and it's still a sword. <laughs> what is it? Oh, oh, right, right. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, sorry. I was still staring at your awesome ride over there. Uh, yeah, no, it is a, it is a, like a halberd. Oh, impressive. Right. Uh, he'll trade grips with Judah. They will exchange greetings and Judah will pull him into a, a bit of a bigger hug. Um, they uh, will break apart and Camion will 
step up and uh, Valor will clap them on the shoulder and say, When I asked you to bring help, I didn't think you'd be bringing in the entire cavalry. I don't suppose Delilah's are going to jump out of somebody's backpack. We don't have a big enough backpack for that. Well, she's just a little yeah. gnome. I like. Oh, gnome. we're talking more about oh, George. George. Right? Yeah, he's so big now. Oh, Lord, great. Yeah. Maybe it's better if she's not here. <laughs> Lord knows, I don't want the the devil starting to worship a new god while they're at it. Um. <laughs> well, I appreciate you all coming. Really, I do. Uh, you will probably find the better accommodations on the south side of the road, if I'm going to be honest. So, um, finding some place to camp among the Guardian Guilds or possibly the Jarashir, though they don't talk to me much anymore either. Yeah, it's just got a rune. I don't know. Might just be me. Well, things have grown testy with them over the last week or so since more of, um, uh, what were they called? Uh, um, bearers. Be bears? I'm not sure. Bears? Uh, they brought bears with them? No, some religious important people showed up and um, things grew much more tense. Tears is just staring straight into space. But I have fairly good relations with the uh, Agdi brand bear. I'll look towards you, Tirza. I. Um. A a great champion of our people. I've. I've haven't met him, right? Oh. Yeah, that's what I thought. I haven't had the pleasure uh, yet, but... He's a good man. Um, fights very well. It seems as though he was maybe a little swept up in uh, more religious goings-on, though. So, maybe you can tilt the scales back. Here's hoping. <sighs> But yes, I'm sure you're all very tired. It was a quick march. If you made it here this quick. <sighs> yeah. Phototemical. It's awesome. Easily dispatched, really. Oh. Well, I'm sure we could get some food in you and you can tell me all about it. Yeah, and you can regale us about this uh, doppelganger that swept you away. Mm. What did she say to you? Does she do magic? Did she do this to you? Wait, 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 wait. Cherish, cherish. He said food first. <laughs> and Valor, for the first time, will turn towards you, Cherish. And say, I think it might be better if we spoke in private. All right. I'm sure Camion can show the rest of you to some decent accommodations with the Guardian Guilds. Um, 
we won't be long. I this might be a conversation that we will be able to share after we have it, I think. Um just a uh Is this a now conversation? And he'll glance awkwardly towards Cherish and say, Yes, I think so. If that's all right. Yeah. We'll be right along. It's just, it's not every day somebody's evil twin shows up, yeah? Yeah. I don't want to be sharing anything that might, um, that Cherish might not want me to be sharing. I'm sure you all understand. Can I get a read on Valor? Sure. Curious. is like, is there something that they don't know? Yeah, I'm starting to think. The doppelganger came back. I mean, yeah. unless it's something that you don't know. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're you're going to destroy the world. In <laughs> fact, I learned. Yeah, you're going to bring about the well, end for everyone. <laughs> yeah, we all know this. Um, and it's not going to be the happy kind of end of the world. It's going to be the pain and uh-oh kind of world. Uh, 18. You get a definite sense that Valor wants to talk to Cherish alone for reasons he finds very, very awkward. You're not quite sure what it's all about, but right. he seems very intent on discussing things alone with Cherish. All right, so Cherish, here's the plan. Turn on your uh, Stone of Fire speech and put it in your pocket, and we'll be right outside. I don't think that's how it works. Crawl, we're, we're all standing right here. <laughs> I don't actually say that, okay? <laughs> I'm not that bold. Again, it's not... I just want to run some things by Cherish before... I probably already cocked this up quite a bit, didn't I? I mean, just point us towards the... the the mess hall and we'll get out of your hair. Camion will say, I can lead you all there. Come on. Blood war. Yeah. Maybe not. No, no. All right, I mean, fine. You might be making all the wrong sorts of friends if you go about doing that. I don't need friends. Nice to see you too, Grawl. Yep. <laughs> Love you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah 
Do you all follow Camion? I think that's a yes. Yeah, but I'm not happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. 500 feet. You gotta be within 500 feet. Yeah, how far away is this? this Yeah. Uh, A few hundred feet away. Perfect. We can't use the the stones of Far Speech to spy on Cherish. That's not what I mean. But yeah, needs us, she can let us know. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's all that matters. Mm. Okay. But let's try to keep it within 500 feet, you know. So Camion leads the rest of the Threadless away, and Cherish, you were left alone with Valor. He waits till the rest of the Threadless are a ways away, tucking a thumb under one of the straps of his shield, holding his spear off to one side. As they disappear, he will shake his spear hand free, and the spear will just vanish. And he will turn towards you and say, I don't think that thing was a doppelganger. I'm starting to have similar suspicions, but I didn't I didn't know that she existed until I got to Fort Verge and I may have panicked a little. So I I apologize if I brought up any if my message brought up any memories or feelings I, I just wanted to make sure that we were making it as serious as possible I, you did the right thing and you definitely reminded me of some things that's to be sure but it brought some things to mind that uh Well, they helped firm my resolve some, so I appreciate it. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, come on. And he'll move over to the Devil Ride. Well, it's coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jet's just in the background with like flowers and chocolate. Just like, oh. I didn't cut my hair yet. <laughs> um, it's. I was going to ask if it's safe. That's probably a dumb question. Just hold on tight. Okay. And he will. Uh, grab the handles of this thing and rev them forward and there's a as this devil ride starts up and there's a ever so slight screaming beneath the sounds of engines Um, but then it will tear away across the open road leaving the rest of the caravan to slowly truck its way into the camp Camion 
will lead the rest of you towards a large mess tent that is apparently set up as a place where all the Guardian Guilds can mingle and uh, take meals together. You are given good food, strong drink if you want it, and uh, you can already tell that there are stories beginning to flow from the caravan around about you. People are taking notice of the Threadless as they take their meal here. Cherish and Valor race towards the northwest. The Devil Ride cuts a swath through the earth until you reach the crimson sands of the infernal fortifications, at which point it seems to almost solidify beneath the cutting wheels of this thing. As soon as you cross the barrier into the Red Sands, Cherish, there is a weird sensation that comes over your body. Mm-hmm. The heat of this place is strangely comforting. And Valor will look over his shoulder to catch your expression as you are crossing the border into this place. And he'll shout over the sound of churning wheels and wind. You feel it too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And yep. he will turn somewhat awkwardly and focus forward. And you can see now that you're making a beeline towards that huge statue of that strange crippled angel. We're going to hit that. You will slow before you get too close. You've driven for maybe ten minutes to get here. In the near distance, you can see the whelming pit beneath the statue, where occasionally devils will crawl up out of or fly up out of. You see imps. You see at least one irony is close by. As you're approaching, you see a creature wrapped and swathed in rumbling, clanking chains that seem to have a life all their own. The chains wrapping themselves up with these enormous hooks and pulling this creature upwards. And you are horrifically reminded of the creature you fought in the purge of the Ensign Farm. Yeah, that guy. Go way back. Valor will slow in the shadow of this statue. Staring up at it, he will rumble the devil ride to a halt and then just stare quietly at this statue for a long time. And without looking back, he'll ask, Do you know who that is? I believe she rules the first... Layer, Avernus. Zario. His whole name. Yeah, I... I've been trying not to say the names out loud. Would but matter I suppose, here. Yeah. She, um... I... I think she is my mother. 
I'm sorry. Um, as am I. It's, uh, I don't know how much you know about the, the legend of Zariel. Um, it's a good question. How much do I know? Give me a history or an arcana roll. Up to you. Got that good arcana. I tell him the entire fucking life story. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got a nat 20. So you know about an angel who strove with every fiber of her being to enact a change in the blood war. This is a creature of divine good, of righteousness, who strove to cleave a rift between both devils and demons to make Avernus at least a place of relative safety. But in striking against the darkness so fiercely, so brutally, she in turn became a part of that darkness. There are some versions of the legend in which Asmodeus tricks her into taking up a leadership role of Avernus, deceiving her into becoming an archdevil of a sort, but people who know for sure know that that's not true. At the end, she took up that position willingly. She went from an angel to an archdevil, displacing other beings of terrible power in order to become the Grand General who leads the front lines of the Blood War. But in doing so, she, of course, because this is how all these things work, made a deal with Asmodeus to attain that title. You don't become an archdevil without the god of contracts saying so. As you finish recounting that story, at least in bullet points, Valor definitely nods, still not having looked back at you. And he'll say, And if someone could do something to get her out of that contract, would you say it would be worth it? And only depending on how far they'd have to fall in return. And Valor will turn towards you, Cherish, and you can see he has tears in his eyes. And he'll say, She's my mother. 
You think you're the only one with a mother trapped in hell? I think I'm the only one who can do something about it. And I think it is there that we're going to end tonight's episode. Rap Material bastards. Happy times ending on a happy note, like always. <laughs> because as always, you can find us on Twitter at matcomrpg. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is, of course, that good old standby material components RPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Uh, if anyone is collecting on my bounty with Asmodeus, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> no motherfucking mama's boy is going to come in on my turf and do a thing that I want to do <laughs> to me. <laughs> What you gotta do is enter into a partnership so you both get paid. How it works. <laughs> um, I should have fucking gone to Melbourne. This is bullshit. And cry out Olivia. But yeah. <laughs> um, my f honest reaction was to to. The last thing Valor said was, boom, Cherish, roasted. But that seems really mean. It does, doesn't um, it? Hmm. Oh. Uh, yeah, come hang out, guys. Things are getting good. Things are heating up. Hmm. I think. It's going to be a hell of a time. Yeah, I'll put on the sunglasses. Okay, uh, if you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can hey, find me. That joke had layers. What? Oh my god! Stupid. Can we circle back to the uh, conclusion of this podcast, please? Yes. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at the Readamus. More hell jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that's it more give me more mm. hey you yeah I'm pointing at you you can't see it but I'm pointing at you you listening to this podcast right now I feel if you're listening to this podcast then you have the ability to go onto whatever platform you are listening to it with and rating and reviewing it please do this uh, obviously we love here we love that you're listening to the podcast but Please, 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 please rate and review it. Uh, it's really, really helpful for us. Um, it helps uh, more people listen to it. Um, so please do that. Um, and when you do, you can include the name of an NPC in the subject line of the review. And we will include that NPC in this campaign. It doesn't matter how stupid or great the name is. That name will be in this campaign forever uh uh immortalized so please 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 do that it's true we'll rename listman after after that NPC. yes too. i will change my name to no i'm not i'm not yeah. sid's middle name <laughs> sid's yeah. middle name uh and of course <laughs> you can find me on twitter at mk gurgani where i'm more than willing to discuss matters of uh just how 
much of a uh, corrupted soul Valor thinks he is willing to do for himself. Uh, yeah, because maybe he is of a very similar opinion to a certain other tiefling about maybe there is no good. Maybe it's all just bad. It's just shades of gray. I don't know. This has immediately changed my mind. I'll melt this motherfucker. I'll do it. Do it. I don't care. Sorry, Sid. Take his right. <laughs> Take his fucking blast him. Leave him in nothing but his boots. Take his ride. And bring it back course, to me. I want it. You can also find our good, good friend Omatep on Twitter at NPC underscore AN uh, because even when he is selling multiple copies of stupid, stupid hats to multiple cherishes and not really asking too many questions about it, he is, of course, an important NPC. He doesn't get paid to ask questions. True. In fact, he gets paid to specifically not ask questions most mm -hmm. of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Oh, did you lose your hat, Cherish? Just fuck, just fuck it over, Tep. <laughs> also, I don't know what that accent was. It's late, guys. I gotta go. It's true. Because, as always... She's getting her cash. Thank you all so much for listening. Take care of yourselves. We love you. Thank you again. And the world is chaos. So please, be kind to one another. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Don't tell your friends out. Goodbye. Bye. Doodles. <laughs>